Hey everybody, this is Justin. I just want to make a quick correction to the podcast that you're getting ready to listen to. Uh, later in the podcast, we discuss Alex Jones's defamation lawsuits and, and the resulting outcomes of those as of now. And I said that the damages, punitive damages, were capped in Texas based on Texas law, but that would not be the case in Connecticut, and that there would be you know larger payouts in Connecticut more, most likely. Um, turns out that is not the case. After doing some additional reading and looking up some other sources, it turns out that Connecticut has um, equally draconian caps on punitive damages. But according to the plaintiff's lawyers in all the Sandy Hook cases, they're not too worried about that. Again, they're going to try to overcome those caps and punitive damages in the federal bankruptcy courts that Alex Jones and Free Speech Systems have now put themselves in by declaring bankruptcy. So you're going to listen to a podcast where I say that um, Alex Jones is going to get wrecked in Connecticut, and he very well might be, but it's not going to be the the large sums of money I, I anticipated because of Connecticut law, and we'll just have to see how that all shakes out in the um, bankruptcy court. So um, just a quick note, um, wanted to let you guys know that before you listen to the pod. I uh, hope you enjoy it. See you later. It's not often that you're uh, at a loss well, this, for words. That, well, well, I'm not at a loss for words. I just realized this is a better way to open up the podcast than to say it to you right now. So, <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, welcome back to the Woodscast. I am Justin, and this is a podcast where two dudes uh, who were told by their Uncle Scott that they're brothers will sit around and drink too much and shout uh, into the abyss about the simulation that you meet popsicles call life. And as always, everything is made up and the outline doesn't matter, even though I spend time on it every single episode. It soothes me. It soothes me. That's on you, buddy. That's on you. With me, per the usual, is my brother Shay, coming to us from FEMA Region 8. What's going on, Shay? Is that my FEMA Region? Yeah, I looked it up. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Alex Jones Jones always talks about what FEMA Region he's in, because, you know, he's an asshole. And one day I was like, what fucking FEMA Region am I in? Oh, man, that's... Yeah, I mean that's that's. I mean, honestly, I would argue that we could call the podcast there with that fa- that little factoid because, to my knowledge, there is nothing happening in the news right now. No, no, not at all. Um, no. But we're gonna get drunk and no. talk about how long uh, Rush Limbaugh's been dead. So let's just, you know, <laughs> uh, it's still funny. It's still funny. Um, <laughs> so uh, just jumping right into this week in the numbers. Excuse me. I'm trying not to burp directly into the microphone. And also, you've been you've been doing it every episode for the last however fucking many episodes. Why why, why why rob our fan Logan of that yeah. of that pleasure? <laughs> and, and also, I realize that as I get drunker, I breathe more heavily into the microphone, which is not a oh, good definitely is definitely. not a good not a good sound. But whatever. You uh, I mean I I, I again. How many ep- what episode is this? How many episodes? Seventy three, I think. Never fucking once listened yeah. to one. Um, the only reason I, I, I listen to it is to go back and take out the really racist stuff we say. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. All, all the stuff where you're recruiting for the you were like Justin Woods for Grand Wizard. You know, yeah, all that shit. Yeah. When I um, when I when I plug Stormfront. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, you know those guys get the full unedited. But right. uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I I, I assume. 
that as you breathe heavier into the mic, it sounds like you're 300 pounds heavier than you actually are. Well, <laughs> and neither one of us are small. To be no, honest, so. no, neither of us are small, man. Actually, I went to the doctor today, and my blood pressure was 126 over 78. I don't and know what that means. Is that good? It's like it, it's supposed to be like 120 over 80. Okay, and, so and, like, and that's for people okay. in their teens, right? And yeah, okay. so this nurse looked me up and down. She's like, "Good job." It's like, "Call me fat, aren't you?" Well, you're surprised I'm healthy because I'm fat. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, the, the best of one time is one I can't. It was I only ever went to him once because like I, I got him as my general practice guy, and then he moved to another state. But right. he's like, "I come in." He's like, "You're a big boy, huh?" And I was like. Yes, sir, I am. <laughs> I believe I am. I well, exactly. uh, so what, what do you I sipping on? I see where you got Jesse while you're a doctor, sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're observant. You're um, so what, what are you sipping on over there? Uh, Blue Moon. Blue Moon, all right. I, I, got, I, I got a little bit of Maker's Mark um, left over from when my company had a pride happy hour, and uh, nobody wanted the extra Maker's Mark, which is offensive to me. So silly. I took it. Yeah, it's silly. I'm not even really a big fan of Maker's Mark, but I'm like, me neither. Extra not, liquor. I mean, you're all, no, I'm all over it. I, I'm, I'm drinking a little like cans because I'm a heathen and the keg's out again. I was going to say, keg pop, huh? Yep. You're down here in the dirt with the rest of us, buddy. Well, everybody's like, oh man, yeah, everybody thinks it's so cool to have a keg. And it is until it pops and you got to lug that fucking thing to the liquor store and lug one that's 200 and what, 20, 237 pounds, whatever much it is, back. Oh, I know how that goes. There's been multiple times over the year where the bar I always hang out at, uh, uh, you know, uh, unofficial sponsor in the sense that I, I drink there and have terrible ideas to talk about this podcast Ash Green Company and every now and then they're like Shay you're big I'll give you a beer move this keg and I'm like yeah. okay cool and then I go into the I go into the, the cooler to get the keg down from like the top rack it's like the third keg on the top of the stack and I'm like man I can just pay five dollars for a beer this sucks yeah no this shit is heavy <laughs> not only are they heavy but they're awkward as balls yes and cold and I don't I would like to pistol whip the person who designed the handles yeah Honestly, kegs should all just have wheels built into them. I don't know about that. Oh, I agree with that. Little one. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, like, like a little fucking, like, on the bottom side, it's like landing gear that folds out and just, you know, boop, 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 and you just wheel that shit across the floor. Yeah, yeah. I'm, this is, I'm thinking. I got ideas, buddy. I'm not going to forget you. I won't forget you when I'm at the top. Let's oh, really? Okay. Yeah, no, all I right. promise. Alright, when you're in, when when you're indicted for insider trading. Yeah, exactly. When when my keg landing gear idea, which I'll probably call keggles, yeah. is uh is what is is a rousing success. Right. Um, it can even be something that attaches to an existing keg. I mean they have that. They have little yeah. coast uh, little casters you put on them and shit. Yeah. Um but alright, anyway. Um so we're both uh, a little tipsy already. We are in the five hundred and seventy two second day of the Biden administration. Um, it has been 586 days since um, somebody tried to overthrow the f uh, free and fair election. That would be Donald Trump. And uh, checking the current polling. Uh, I think the real question is how long till they try again? Fuck I'd yeah. Say around, I'd say around November. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so uh, right now, 538 has Biden 2%, 2.1% below uh, Trump at this point. Um, and Gallup has him 3% below Biden. I'm sorry, 3% below Trump at this point. So all those people that say that, you know, Biden should just resign because he has low polling numbers. Just remember, he's within fucking error bars of, of their greatest I mean, he leader. was a little worse, but th he, they got a bump for that climate bill, right? And all, I think, like, I think that'll, that'll like, shake out here in a couple of weeks. It's, I don't think it's Is that, is it's that not in this yet. poll? That, well, yeah, I mean, because that, that happened this week. Polls don't work. Yeah, polls don't happened this way. week. Uh, we are 115 days outside of the um, global pandemic stage of COVID-19. We just got a lot of still getting people sick. 
Um, not too bad, though. We are 544 days that Rush Limbaugh has been clean and sober. Um, that joke is still funny because he is dead. Still dead. He did not come back. And we are approximately seven days um, outside of Donald Trump having his beach house um, searched by the FBI for fucking top secret information he said he didn't have, but apparently did have. We'll just... Do you think that did they? Now here's a real question, Justin. Did they find Clinton, Hillary Clinton's emails in there? I don't think they did, but we'll okay. discuss that a little bit too. <laughs> um, so moving I'm on, sure they're fine. I'm sure they're fine with it. Back yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm sure that everybody who chanted "lock her up" is just as upset at Donald Trump as they are they were then. Um, but uh, so so far we still have COVID around. Um, just just those numbers too. Ninety four point seven million cases in the United States. One million sixty-two, one million sixty-two thousand three hundred forty-three American deaths. That translates to over three hundred fifty-four nine-elevens, or as we say here on the pod, uh, two hundred and sixty-five kilo Benghazis. Um, shitload of people died, and people right now are still saying it was a hoax. So that's still fucking fun. Um, current vaccination rates in the United States for fully vaccinated people like yourself, like yourself and I, Shay is still just below what we need for herd immunity, which would be 67 point, uh, 70%. We're at 67.3%. So that was like 80, but I don't know. Whatever. I'm not no. a doctor. Her, herd immunity. Well, it's, it's a, it's a range. Some people say between 60 and 80. Some people say 70, 70% is a cutoff. Um, but we're not there yet. We're going into the fall. Not happy about it. Um, the next thing is going to be monkeypox, and I don't know if you've heard this, Shay, but this is apparently the gay man's disease. They're they're doing they're doing the whole nineteen um, eighties uh, AIDS only affects gay men shit all over again. Um, mm-hmm. It is it's sickening to a point where on my drive into work today, the um, I found that the interview host, I'm sorry, the interview subject for the majority or report was kind of boring. So I switched over to just normal talk radio, and um, uh, Dennis Prager was talking about how monkeypox was specifically only affecting men who banged other men because they had so many sexual partners, and that how the left will try to cancel him because he says that they'll say that's homophobic, because it is, and that they did the same thing in the 80s, even though um, AIDS overwhelmingly affected gay men and nobody else. It's like, no... It was homophobic in the 80s because you said, fuck them, let them die, they're gay. It's not that they just got the disease more than anybody else because a lot of people who had blood transfusion got AIDS and shit like that. It was that people like you, Dennis, said, not my problem. You you silly gay men took it on yourselves for breaking God's law and blah, 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 blah. You know, that that was the stance in the 80s and they're just going to do it again. How does California have less cases of monkeypox than New York? It's the state of New York, not the city. That's interesting. I'm, I'm looking at a, a case by case uh, stay. I had actually mm. looked like breakdown of how many cases. It's eleven thousand eight hundred ninety cases total so far. And yeah. here's the here's my problem with monkeypox is that name is too funny. What's that? It's too funny. The name is too funny. It needs a different it's name. Too playful. Simian flu. I, anything. I don't care. But like monkeypox, just it's just it's just it's fun to say. It sounds funny when you say it. Like. It conjures up images of like, I don't know, monkeys, which is funny to me. So I don't know. Well, let's, let's That's why very, I'm not a doctor, Justin. Let's, let's be very clear. 
Dennis Prager is talking about this having gotten COVID three times, I think. I know he got it at least twice, but he got it three times because he wouldn't take the vaccine because it was some kind of a jab. He's one of these people that refers to the vaccine as a jab. If anybody says, I'm not taking the jab, you can already put them in the ass hat column. Because yeah, sure. that's that's just like it's like some kind of weird slang they think that you know is like owns a scientist. But yeah, motherfucker got COVID at least twice that I know of to prove a point. Um, so yeah, let's not trust his advice or his stance on gay rights or gay anything. Fucking ass hat. Dennis Prager. I can't. We can't talk about Dennis Prager without me bringing this up. He wrote a two part. Th- um, editorial. I want to say it was for the New York Times, but I'd be getting that wrong. But it was definitely a two-part editorial about how, like, the, the premise was, ladies, um, even if you don't want to have sex, fuck your man because it makes him happy. And that's it. And, like, mm. people like Chapo's Trap House tore it apart. They're like, oh, yeah, so, you know, just use your wife to jack off inside of, no matter what her feelings are. And, of course, she can't enjoy sex at all. It's just you that enjoy sex. And then, like, after this big treaty on, you know, this big treatise on on how women should just give it up whenever men want it. Um, they finished off as like, and uh, Dennis Prager, thrice married. Shocker. Nobody wanted to stay married for him his whole life. I always love it when people that are on their third marriage tell me how to how to, how to to take care of my marriage. So, nice. But yeah, that was that was what I heard today. Dennis Prager sucks. Um, now, I don't, I don't know if you caught this shape, but something happened in Mar-a-Lago that we should probably mm. talk about. Yeah. No, I, I have no. Well, they, I told you, just nothing's happening in the news. Nothing happened in the news. Um, well, let me let me let me just tell you a story and let me see if it refreshes your memory about anything. Yeah. Okay. So on Monday, Donald Trump's um, summer residence, Mar-a-Lago, which I would like to say is the stupidest fucking name for a location ever. Not only do I think it sounds stupid, I hate typing it. Yeah. M a r dash a dash Largo. Fuck your face with that stupid name. Okay. So anyway, FBI agents walked up to Mar-a-Lago and searched it for classified documents that Donald Trump said weren't there. Um, Shocker, there were classified documents there. Um, I would like to start with saying that this was not a raid. Oh, that. Okay. That that instance. Um, That, okay. I want to start by saying this was not a raid. Everybody on right-wing media wanted to say that, like, Trump's house was raided, his personal home was raided, we're now in a banana republic, raid, raid, raid. This was not a no-knock warrant. They did not kick the door in and shoot Trump in his sleep like they did to Breonna Taylor. So, like, everybody pumped the fucking brakes. Um, FBI agents um, called ahead, met Trump's lawyers and the Secret Service. Because the Secret Service is there whether Trump is there or not. The Secret Service knew these fuckers were coming. So, it was not like... You don't kick the door in of a building the former president lives in. Unless yeah. you want to get shot. Exactly. These fuckers were not swinging down on ropes from a, from a, um, a helicopter like the beginning of, of Predator, which we will talk about later. Um, yeah, so this is not a raid. It's not a no-dark warrant. Um, so here's, here's, here's the long and short of this story, Shane. Stop me if I say something you believe is incorrect or hadn't heard before. When Trump left the White House, people in the White House said, hey, he seems to be taking a lot of fucking boxes with him on Marine One. To the point where people started notifying the um, National Archives that take are supposed to keep um, keep track of presidential records and papers um, based on the Presidential Record Act. Presidential Records Act, excuse me. Um, so people, when they were fucking leaving the White House, were like, "Hey, why is every motherfucker walking out of here have two boxes in their arms, and why are they putting them on Marine One?" Well, 
they investigated that and sent a letter to Trump's uh, lawyer saying, hey, we believe you guys have a lot of shit you're not supposed to have. We want it back. They said, of course we don't. Fuck you, but we'll look. Then they came back with, okay, you got us. We've got some stuff we probably shouldn't have here. We'll give it back to you. Um, In the intervening months, apparently the um, uh, National Archives and the FBI visited Mar-a-Lago and saw that the place where Trump was was storing the top secret information he was not supposed to have and said he didn't have uh, did not have a lock on it. Um, so they went to the fucking AMP and bought like a six dollar lock and slapped it on a wooden door because that doesn't that'll stop everybody. Mm-hmm. And then after all this back and forth, the um, FBI decided that Donald Trump had not given them all the records he said he would give them. It was as simple as they requested boxes one through fifteen. And Donald Trump turned over boxes one through five and eleven through fifteen. Yeah, like they were simply labeled that stupidly, and they're like, "Listen, assholes, we know that you have this stuff." And apparently, there has been some reporting that someone at Mar-a-Lago had told them that there were top secret stuff here. Trump's lawyer said there's absolutely no top secret stuff here because we've searched it all. Um, the FBI showed up with a warrant and found top secret stuff. You know, I and I can I can read you the top secret stuff. Shay. Oh, I know it's uh, it's I I, I, I know it was it's not the the scuttlebutt has been it's been something to do with nuclear weapons, right? Um, I now my question and and, and this so the, my favorite theory because it is the craziest one. I'm not really even crazy, but like it's the most like James Bond movie esque. Is that Donald Trump brought home? a bunch of documents about nuclear nuclear shit to give to the Saudis because they just gave Jared Kushner like a two point or Russians or Russians some like you know some shit like that now because he still owes a lot of money to the Russians and the Russians are basically the only people that will prop him up in business at this point exactly so <laughs> or and this is the one I like the best is that he like had a copy because he had like a copy of like the nuclear codes or what you know whatever you know however it is, um, you know whatever nuclear daily whatever they have but that shit changes every day right um, and I I in my head I honestly see this is him taking this and being like oh well it's an expired nuclear code I'm gonna throw this in the safe and I'm gonna show my rich buddies because it's cool and I'm like you want to see some fucking badass look at these codes you know they're not and, and just honestly not realizing that even if they're fucking the old, expired old codes or expired yeah that that's still you know it's it, it's dangerous because somebody could in theory like see the structure of the code and like okay this is how they're doing it like you know and figure some shit out back out the but hexadecimal back or whatever out whatever you know reverse engineer it from old documents which is a thing that's happened in the past which right. i understand that that thing but honestly i i i, I want if the stuff that he's gotten if if he has indeed gotten popped with something which looks like he has because yeah. Uh, hint, hint. The FBI doesn't show up to your door unless they absolutely have to. Um, it's never. They never show up to say good job, bro. Um, <laughs> they, they never like show up to be like, hey, the can FBI I get that? A, the FBI run by a man he appointed by the exactly. way. Exactly. Yes. Um, and, right. and, a, and and the ju- the warrant approved by a judge that he appointed as well. Right. Um, uh, just throw that out there, and yeah. uh, <laughs> they're not going to show up to be like, you did a great job, guy. Keep it up. Like that's not why they show up to your house. So, like. I, but if the stuff is that sensitive, I don't think we're ever going to know exactly what it was. Oh, n- entirely. Because that 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 defeats the purpose of like the top secret. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. That, that the whole that's the whole top secretness thing. 
they're like, I, I don't know. I can't decide if we're gonna fight. If it was, was it malicious? Was it just like, fuck you? Well, I'm leaving, here's, I'm taking here's all one thing. Shit. I, here, like, here's one I want to know I why he took the stuff. Here's here's one thing I I can say, and and uh, I would like to turn you guys to the latest episode of the um, opening arguments podcast, where Andrew Torres, an actual certified lawyer practicing, uh, um, you know, with the bar. Um, breaks down that there are three statutes that they list in the um, in the warrant that he is probably violated. Like we are going to search your property because of these three statutes, and the statutes, the three statutes that they list, and I'm not going to get into the, the actual numbers because Shay and I aren't lawyers, and we don't give a shit. But the point of the of of the thrust of Andrew's argument was that there is a much simpler statute. There's a statute that says, "Hey, you took secret documents, and you shouldn't have." Like, you were in possession of them and you shouldn't have. And just, bam, popped right there. That's that's all you got to prove. Do, does he have them? Where it was, yesterday. Was, yeah, yesterday. Boop, pop. They did not list that one with this warrant. The ones they have listed, the three they listed, are of the ver- version, you had these secret documents and were planning to do something with them. Either planning to give them to somebody who should also not have them, or planning to um, alter them in some way or destroy them in some way. So, like, it, the actual fact of having the documents is problematic. But what we're looking at you for is what you, what we believe you were going to do with them after the fact. And that's where everybody gets into this, like, yeah, like you said, give them to the Saudis, give them to the Russians. You know, people say things like, "There's no reason to have to 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 hang on to top secret." Uh, nuclear information just to have it in a box like you it's only worth something if you give it to somebody else if you if you if you transmit that information to somebody else uh, in a quid pro quo situation um so that's yeah there's a lot of speculation about that but the fact that he mishandled um at least 11 boxes full of um uh you know top secret information so i'm looking at the warrant right now and it gives you a list of what was taken and the list just says things like you know uh, four documents, 29, um, like spo- uh, box labeled A114, box labeled A26. And then you go down the list. It's like list and list and list. And then it goes down to, um, is this not, why is this not in order? Uh, who cares? Um, but then you get to things like, this is kind of fun, executive grant of clemency regarding uh, Roger Stone. Why the fuck do we have a draft of that? Um, then you get down to, here you go. Uh, 2A, various classified TSSCI documents, um, da, 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 miscellaneous secret documents, miscellaneous top secret documents, miscellaneous top secret documents, like, you know, 11A, miscellaneous top secret documents, 13A, miscellaneous top secret documents, 14A, miscella- miscellaneous confidential documents, next one is 15A, miscella- miscellaneous secret documents. So there's 11 instances of either boxes or a series of reports that they have that are top secret or yeah, or classified or top secret. And they're fucking there. So, like I said before, if you ever chanted lock her up and think Donald Trump still still be president, fuck you, you're a hypocrite. That's it. Boom. Wasn't about the secret documents. It wasn't about national security. It's about you didn't want um, one particular woman to run for president, and you think this gibbering fuck whistle should be the president again. Well, yeah, but that that's assuming they give a shit about being a hypocrite, which they don't. No, no, they don't. No, they that's don't. A, that, that makes me feel really good to realize it because I know I'm right. I'm like, oh, okay, that's how that goes, but. Yeah. One of the funnier things that I noticed in this whole thing is not only has there, you know, when I was I was watching TV when this hit, this hit the fan um, that evening, so all the talk show, which is funny, this is the time of year where all like the the, the talk show hosts that they go on vacation, so like Hannity's out, 
uh, Tucker Carlson out. So they all have these people sitting in for him. And they've got to, like, try to gin up, like, all the, the, the same rage that a, that a Hannity or a um, Carlson would gin up. And, and they're, they're just really kind of just just thrashing, wailing in different directions. But they were all just talking about how this is this makes us a banana republic. If, if they can do this to Trump, they'll do it to you. And I'm like, no, they're not, because I didn't take any classified documents out of the White House. See how fucking simple that was? I didn't do the crimes. Crimes aren't crimes if it's your guy doing them. Right. Well, I mean, that's also... Um, it's, it's funny you mention that, Shay. That's part of the overall defense of a lot of these guys on the right in that the president of the United States has a big latitude in what he can declassify. Now, most things he has the ability to just be like, wave his hand and be like, this is classified. Fun thing is he's got to do that though. There's the paper trail where he declassifies, you know, X, Y, and Z, usually with an executive order or something like that. There's a paper trail of him doing it. Um, there is no paper trail that any of this stuff was declassified. If it had been declassified, then the FBI would not have come and retrieved it because it was classified information in an unsecure location. Well, then the other thing, as I understand it, is that you even the president can't declassify nuclear Ex- information. That, That's exactly. not a thing. Now, here's my favorite thing about this. So, To, to be very specific of what you're just saying, Shay, so, um, classified documents uh, that refer to our nuclear capacities and nuclear weapons are classified top secret by statute. And the president can't just wave his hand. Yeah, it has to go through, no, those, has to go through yeah. a whole service. Yeah, yeah, the kid doesn't work that way, and uh, he can't. I know one of the. Th- <laughs> so my favorite thing that I've so let's see what what what's the order of things. Okay, so they raided him, and he was told, "Hey, not raid, Didn't or kick research, him search him." They 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 searched his house, and he is like, um, "There are no documents there." Right, and they find documents. Right. So he's like, well, they planted them. Right. And then they. Then they figured they were planted, but stu- then that's okay. They were there. Was. Because he declassified them, so there were no documents there. But if there are documents, Trump didn't put them there. But even though Trump didn't put them there, he did declassify them. That's, that's about the this, logic. That's, that's, that's about, the that's logic. About the that's, if you if you look at everything he said about it from the start, that's basically what he's saying, and it is hysterical, like. It's it, it's it's real hard watching like it like I've seen a couple of interviews with various Republicans and you can just see they're just like screaming with their eyes like God damn it well, I don't understand well, is why these fuckers don't just cut him loose and immediately start sucking Ron DeSantis' dick because that's well, that's what the fucking Cokes were doing before all this went down they had kind of stopped covering him and they were talking about Ron DeSantis more and then this went down and everybody rallied around him well a couple things. Or whoever they like, like just yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, like whatever. not Ron DeSantis is the one that comes to mind because he's the scariest one in my opinion. Right. Um, couple things. One, you're exactly right. Watching, excuse me, watching the evolution of Trump's story in real time was fun because if he'd have just stuck with one story, that would have given all those talking heads like a target to work from. But every time he changed the story, they were like. Oh, so, okay, God damn it! why did I spend 13 minutes last night on Hannity telling this stupid bullshit when I had, when now I gotta change it on, on, you know, on Friday? And so, yeah, so he keeps coming out with statements and, and fucking it up. The last one I heard was that it doesn't matter at all because A, we overclassify stuff, and B, um, he had a standing order that if he took anything out of the White House, it was therefore declassified. 
Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, and that actually can work with certain things, I think, but right. not, 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 not our atomic arsenal. Like, not apparently, not if they found uh, stuff that was from our atomic arsenal, and also show us the order. Yeah, I just there, yeah, there would be an order. Yeah, so that's that's fun stuff too. Now, as far as why have they not cut him and just rallied around uh, Ron DeSantis? I the only re, only solid answer I can give you is that a polling has just come out showing that he has fifty eight percent support among Republicans in a primary. Yeah. So like he still outpaces DeSantis in a Republican primary. Now I know, and you probably have seen the numbers that say like you know let's say. 68, 70%, let's just say it's 70% of Republicans want him to run again. Okay? Well, only like 40% of all Americans want him to run again. So, like, if he gets into that primary, he could very well push everybody out just by the Republican support, but he, it doesn't look like he has the support to run the, the to win the national campaign, which is, like, I mean, I, I know Trump is, no, has, is nothing but ego incarnate. So, like, I can totally see him doing the primary just to and, and knowing he's going to get his tank kicked in in the general just to do it. But I mean, hey, more power to you. You know, if you think that's it's the, if you think that's how you can make a couple um, hundred more million dollars, you can put some slush fund under a, a you know some 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 uh, CPAC whatever political action some pack. Yeah, go for it. Just as long as I don't know, man. Like. We've kind of talked about this off, off, off the pod, but like the next, I don't know, 10, 20 years are going to be pretty fucking dark, regardless of whether yeah. or not Trump is the president. It's going to be spicy. So like, yeah, uh, if, if Trump like, wins it, that'll suck. If Trump loses, fuck you, go away forever. Um, but I've also said that I really do kind of want Trump to run. This way, I can just kind of weed out all my friends that clearly want a fascist government. Because yeah. if Trump, if if they're gonna be like. Hey man, I'm Trump twenty four all the way. I was like, so you don't care? He tried to overthrow the last election. Yeah, the last election, you, know, you just don't care. Oh, cool, you're a fascist. Awesome. Let me just let me just put that in my little notes for you and Outlook, and we'll we'll move on. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse but, me. Okay. Yeah, it's uh. Well, the thing that isn't. So it's like the thing that, and again, you shouldn't change how you're doing things because of this. That's the whole point of terrorism. But like, I could see him. Running in 2024, um, I can honestly see him winning again. Um, oh, I, I'm not saying that's not that's he's not impossible. But anyway, yeah. any anyone that says that's not possible is an idiot um, and not paying attention. But then uh, you know the thing that scares me is if he wins or he, he runs and doesn't win, like what are all these nut jobs that have been like attacking the FBI over the last couple? Yeah. Of years? It's like yeah. now the other side of that though is is I will get some nar like. It'd be horrible for the country. I hope it doesn't happen. But if I log online and there's a bunch of videos of a bunch of people trying to revolt and attack the White House and just getting steamrolled, like I'll, <laughs> that's that's gonna be good. Like like you know, for, for and, and this, I'm so upset about this because Donald Trump has put me into a position where I'm defending the FBI. Yeah, a lot of people don't let's like be that. clear. Let's be clear. The FBI is not a good guy, but sometimes. The shitty organization does good things. Like, well, and also, the Republican Party's like, I can't believe the FBI is coming after our political leanings, and like everybody on the left is like, first time, first time, yeah, yeah. First, I mean, they tra- they basically sent 
Um, yes, the 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 notoriously woke and far left <laughs> yeah, FBI exactly, yeah. made up almost entirely of white men, conservative yeah, white. I know, men. I know. That that you know, and that uh, you know, there was a meeting somewhere where they're like, "Dude, I voted for Donald, but we're gonna have to go. We're gonna have mm -hmm. to go after it. Like, I don't want to do that. We're gonna have to do this." And I, honestly, the fact that they did uh, search his house to me says they've got like. I choose to believe that while I don't agree with the people in charge of the FBI and a lot of things, they're not stupid people. You don't get to that no. kind of position being stupid. They're stupid people that work there, but the people in charge are probably not stupid. And you um, don't get to that point. You don't get to be the, the director of the FBI without knowing how to sidestep a landmine or two. Exactly. So, like, like my assumption is is that they've got some rock-solid evidence um, of this shit, and they don't want to raid the former president's house because then you're the guy that raided the former president's house and started right. this entire shitstorm. Like, and well, they're all a lot. Honestly, probably a lot of those guys that raided or excuse me, searched, they probably fucking voted for the guy. Like, I'm sure honestly, they stole like, stole I'm, a maga hat or two. Oh, I'm sure. I just pocketed guy, a couple of them. Like, I see, I fully see these guys walking in there and talking. To, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we and the, you know what? That's that's fucking fine. They can have conservative political sure. opinions, but. The fact that you know, and 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 you know, we're kind of spitballing here, but there's really like three options here. There's one option where he has done some serious fucking, um, uh, um, oh god, I'm blanking here, espionage. He's done some serious, uh, uh, like on the books in like bigger than life espionage. Two, he um, handled the you know handled the materials incorrectly, and viol and and. I don't, we haven't talked about this yet, Shay, but after Trump became president, he and the Republican Party changed the punishment for mishandling of federal um, top secret documents. Uh, they made it more severe, is my understanding. Right. They, I, I believe the way it's worded in the laws, it went from like uh, no less than three years, or like less than or up to three years and a certain fine, and they changed it to be up to five years, and up to five years makes it a felony. So Donald Trump made the thing he did a felony. That's fun. Awesome. So if they just bust him so for that awesome. and indict him on that, that's fine. Or... They just, or, and this is this is probably, and in my opinion, the, the most likely. I, I think the section op, second option could happen um, if they just have too much evidence to ignore, which I think they do, me personally. But the other thing is that the National Archives just and the FBI just really wanted these fucking documents back, and this is the only way they could get them. And they get them, and, and then they let it go away. But either way, this makes Trump more paranoid that he is being investigated, and he is being investigated for... A shitload of stuff. We we haven't even talked about right after the raid, he had to do a deposition in in New York before the New York AG on how his businesses run like a goddamn um, Ponzi scheme, and he took the he played the fifth over four hundred and forty times. So he said, uh, "Now that doesn't sound right, Justin, because I distinctly remember Donald Trump saying that people who plead the mob is what." who pleads the fifth there's no exactly. reason to plead the fifth if you haven't done anything so, in 2016 uh, in iowa he said uh why are you pleading the fifth only the mom pleads we the got fifth. him justin it's yeah, over we, got him. we yeah. nailed him he's a hypocrite he can't <laughs> yeah. run again yeah yeah <laughs> but uh no and and like and I, I will say and i know we shit on a lot of people on this podcast for good reasons and for not good reasons just because we're petty bitches oh but, like, for sure one of the things I try to do in my life is not be a hypocrite. Now, I know I am a hypocrite because I see a person walking by me. Uh, I smoked for years. This is my this is my, one of my pet peeves, and I, I'm a dick for it. I smoked for years. You know, clothes, cigarettes. I still smoke cigars occasionally, but, you know. But I watch a person walk by me smoking a cigarette, and I'm like, they have no self-control. What's wrong with them? You know? Yeah. And I did it for decades. I'm a, hypocr you know? I'm a hypocrite about all kinds of stuff. Right. I don't like it when other people are loud in the office. <laughs> 
oh my god i'm putting that on your goddamn tombstone yeah um, but uh yeah like everybody's a hypocrite in some way you just gotta try to minimize that as much as possible and donald Trump and here's the does, thing doesn't even try you know? here's the thing i it, if someone says to me you're a hypocrite about insert issue don't lie be like yes that is accurate got me got Nailed me it piece of shit admit it don't like that's why when i would like i don't have if someone tells me like oh you know if someone's like i voted for donald trump he's a piece of shit but i gotta I, but i'm in the right tax bracket for that oh, i know yeah. people that did that they're like oh yeah it was great for my taxes that's why i voted for yeah. him. I don't, I, but other than that he's a piece of shit you yeah. know like that's fine i you know i own oh, that but if but if you're just like well i voted for donald trump because i think he's the best thing for this he's the best right. president we've ever had i'm like mm. I, th- I think he's a god-fearing patriot shut up that's shut true. up yeah yeah well, I, you know, another one, if I see a person who's, uh, you know, now again, Shay, we are not small people, but if I see a person I believe is overweight drinking a regular soda and not a diet soda, I'm like, come on, man, just give me the diet. Just give me the diet soda. <laughs> yeah. You know, give me the diet soda. And then I tell that to While Rachel. While I eat my cheese fries. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, Rachel's like, didn't you just eat a double quarter pounder and 20 nuggets? Like, yeah, but I got the diet soda. Man, let me tell you, dude, You are you on this McDonald's app? Because this is. You, oh, get some, nice. you get some free chicken nuggies every now and then, and that's fucking. You know, I mean, I'll is, give him my social security number every day. Whatever. Fuck, like, hey, Shay, yeah. give me a, here. What's your credit card number? We'll give you a free free quarter butter. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> like they keep being like, link it to. <laughs> this is so stupid, but they keep being like, hey, Shay, get a bunch of points if you link a payment method to this payment. <laughs> okay. So like, I have two or three credit cards. Every time I link one to the account, I get another fifteen hundred points for free shit. But then that means when I go to pay, I'm like, oh, which credit card am I going to use? Woo-hoo. Right. Um, the uh, Taco Bell app is really screwing me because, excuse me, there are several of my favorite items that are only available on the app. Yeah. So, so you just can't pull up. But it, they do make it perfectly easy. Like, you just pull off in the parking lot, fire up the app, put your put your order in, send you a text message, they received it, and then you get in the line right then, just give them your name, and they'll make it, you know, make the shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're, they're still, they still got me over a barrel there. Uh, well, my thing is, it's like it's the like, oh hey Shay, if you buy a quarter pounder, you get a free quarter pounder or a free Big Mac with the purchase. So it's like you get like two sandwiches, a large fry, and it's like fucking six dollars. I'm like, all right. Well, and we were just talking about fat people, right? Yeah, exactly. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. All right. Well, and you know who would appreciate our discussion of fast food? Donald Trump. Absolutely. Now, see, that's the one thing. Like, I'll never forget uh, when there was all that, was that story in the news when he invited the, the basketball team or something, and he had team, this yeah. like, who was it? A football team. Football team, whatever. Some they sports just won ball the team. National championship. Yeah, yeah. something. Um, something sportsy. Something sportsy. And he he brought him to the White House, and it was like a buffet of like fast food from every uh-huh. fast food joint. I would have been all over that shit and that's why i honestly believe though i hate the man i could probably hang out with donald trump because we just drink diet coke and eat big macs well i couldn't hang out with him because he doesn't drink and that's fair and likes, but likes, you know but, but somebody cracked me up like they, but they i am really... i'm on board with you there with the, the you know the fast food banquet yeah how many chick-fil-a sandwiches let's go <laughs> but but here's the thing somebody pointed out to me that the level of security all that food had to go through before it got to that table, it would have been bone cold. I'm fine with it. Well, and and I am too. Like I can you throw know, some so, heat lamps on it; it'll be fine. Sometimes, sometimes a, a, a lukewarm double quarter pounder is just as good as one that's piping hot, you know. But anyway, we digress. Donald Trump broke, uh, committed several felonies. Oh yeah, that. He, no, no matter how much Shan I love fast food, he he did still commit some crimes. 
And um, yeah, we'll have to talk about that. Uh, I guess I guess when we find out more about it. But yeah, just 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 for the record, would like to point out that uh, when being investigated for over two years for the Benghazi attack that happened in 2012, Hillary Clinton answered questions live on national television for over 11 hours and did not plead the fifth once. I checked. You guys, you can find her testimony, you know, the transcript from her testimony in a hundred different places. Just control F, the Fifth Amendment doesn't pop up. And Donald Trump sat down with the New York AG and apparently played the Fifth over 440 times. So that's awesome. That's your law and order party right there, Shay. Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah, well, no. But again, Justin, if Donald Trump said that if you aren't guilty, you have no reason to plead the Fifth. So he... Right. He's probably super guilty. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's done some crimes. He's done some crimes. Well, I mean, just the funny thing I, about that. I still, I still would not be surprised to find out he had like just fucking just been like, ah, I'll take this. It's cool. I'm president. I can do whatever. Oh I want. no, yeah. I, I totally and there, don't. there was no plan to sell it or any of that shit. He's just fucking an idiot. I can, I can completely see him like with the codes, like you're saying, and I know for a fact that he kept like all the love letters from Kim Jong Un. Because they're just sort of, we're fawning of him talking about how big a schlong is and how he's the, a potent leader or whatever. Like, now let's be like clear. That. I'm not saying that makes it okay because then no. you can like you can have well, some we, spy go in there and fucking you know cease. To, I don't know, whatever. But well, Mar-a-Lago has already been infiltrated by the Chinese government. You yeah, remember that in 2018. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They caught they caught some they caught some Chinese operative in there uh, where she shouldn't have been with a thumb drive that had. Um, they called it hazardous software, but you know it's just you know cracking shit. She was going to plug that in whatever computer she found, and, and set up some kind of a, a portal. But yeah, no, it's a thing. And um, I mean, I, I can't. I, we talked about the New York AG thing, and, and the New York um, tax and real estate fraud just cracks me up because there's one of his properties up there. I want to say it's the Bettminster property, but I could be wrong. You know, they have a lot of properties, but one of the properties, you know, when tax time came around, they listed it at $27 million, its value. Now, when they wanted to um, get a loan from Deutsche Bank, they listed it at $130 million. And then, guess what? Next time tax time came around, it was back down to $30 million. Like, yeah. That's the kind of shit they're pulling, and it's on, you know, it's it's right there, big in the open. And people will say, like, well, that's what everybody in New York does. And I'm like... Round them all up, then, fuckers. Like, yeah. just because it's what everybody does doesn't mean everybody should get away with it. Donald Trump should well, have known I'm, that his know. big ass, his big ass, would have been a spotlight on it. Well, and then here's the thing: is that uh, those uh, not everybody get, not everybody's president. Like that's exactly. like, like I, I don't, I'll argue this the day I die. Like, man, if you're gonna become president, you get like, you know, I shouldn't say you give up the right to privacy. Although technically, we don't have one of those anymore. Um, right. Uh, we never really technically did anyway, but uh, anyway, I digress. But like, your business is my business. If you're the president, like, so all your business dealings, all that kind of shit, like that, that that becomes the public's business. So like, and I like my understanding is he still hasn't released his tax returns. No. But, he, but no. now he, but like, as part of the 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 New York investigation, he may be forced to. There was I, just, I heard something just like recently, that. I don't fucking know. I believe just recently the New York Supreme Court ruled that he has to give up his his tax his finances for the last god knows how many years to the these investigations. And you know he's going to fight that again. But I think this was like the last appeal he had, so they got to give him up. So, mm-hmm. um, but you know 
when he ran in 2016, he said, I will give them up as soon as the audits are done. And the FBI, uh, no, I'm sorry, the IRS was like, yeah, we're, you can give them up whenever you want. We don't care. Yeah, my understanding was that it wasn't like, like, like they weren't like hassling me like, hey, Mr. President, could you please give us back those things you're not supposed to have? Like, mm -hmm. real talk, dude. Like, don't make us, you know, don't make, don't us, make us do drunk. this. Don't make us do this. And he's like, nah. Yeah, no, that's pretty great. Well, uh, if, if we're gonna talk, if we're gonna talk about more conspiracy theories, there's a theory out there that they held on to these, they committed a felony on purpose so that the FBI would 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 search Mar-a-Lago when it does, like as they did when they did, so that it would stir up the conservative shitstorm it did, and they. The, the, the theory says that now Americans will feel like the government's against Trump and will all vote for him in 2024. Now, I don't believe I don't believe that as far as I can throw you, Shay. But, yeah. like, if you wanted to change the subject from something else, doing this is a good way to do it. But I don't think committing a felony is a good way to go about anything. I, I don't know, man. That doesn't. That kind of that doesn't hold weight. That with seems me. that seems very planned out for for this this man. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm thinking at best he just was like I'm Donald Trump. I'm doing whatever I want. I'm taking these documents. Like, you know. Now I you know I honestly is hysterical is it would be really really funny but also really really bad if um it does like if if somehow we find out like whole because I think if it turns out like oh Donald Trump had a deal to sell these secrets to insert party people um that would get leaked out that would not stay that would not stay yeah uh, and there's no there's no way that would stay so like on the one hand that would be really 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 bad because that means like okay what shit did he do while he was in office right if he did this out but it would also well, probably they, like they had him on camera talking about classified information to that like russian diplomat like yeah. in, in the white yeah. or i'm sorry yeah. in the oval office they're yeah. like but like he was like well, he he said something along. I'm I, I'm just paraphrasing here, so nobody can jump up my ass that I'm I'm misrepresenting a liar. But he was like, "Well, I had that one guy Comey, and I got rid of him, which will handle some of my problems." But you know, they mentioned something about how like how, uh, our nuclear capabilities, and they were like, "Fucker, what what?" Like, oh. Well, I mean, the 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 good outcome of that though is it's like, or maybe we may still get this. Maybe maybe like ever. Well, you'd have you'd need fucking republicans of congress to actually give a shit but you know right if, if and, you know, and somehow the democrats got happening no, it's not that's not gonna give a shit so but it's like the logic would be like all right well you made us be the adult in the room you motherfuckers have to show your taxes or you can't be president anymore like this this isn't a thing this isn't a thing like but you'd need congress to change those laws which because well, the state law State, that's true. That's true. That's true. Well, Almost the states could just do that. Yeah. And a lot of states have done that. Like you have to show your taxes to be on the, the ballot, but those are blue states. He would have won anyway. So he yeah. could literally just like, just like, sidestep like running in New York State, you know, and it wouldn't bother him at all. But, um, but yeah, you know, he he did some crimes. So we'll have to see what happens. And um, if anything, this will for if this forces him to declare he's running for president. Before the 2020 midterms, therefore making the 2020 midterms kind of about him too, that can't do anything but help Democrats. Which I know we haven't talked about the midterms too carefully because it's all nebulous right now. Like like um, the Wyoming primaries tomorrow, and we're gonna see if Liz Cheney is buried by 30 points or pulls it off. But like until we know who's literally running against who, I'm not gonna you know put too much too much worry into it. 
I need to go through each one because, like, I, I know a lot of it is, like, and Shane, you know, I talked about it. It's a lot of it's, like, it's a R plus 30 district. Just write it off. There's, it doesn't matter who you put up there. They're going to get they're gonna get pummeled. But I, I don't know how many close districts there are. And, and we've had a lot of real asshats just, like, fucking run just because they're pro-Trump. And, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. The other thing we need to discuss is another guy who had a very, very bad, not good week. And that's my boy, Alex Jones. Yeah, so I imagine you your alarm that you wake up to now every day is that recording of the dude telling him that Alex Jones' lawyers sent his phone data to the opposing counsel. We'll get there. We're listening to that. That's going to be audio. I know everybody's probably seen it, heard it, whatever. It's going to be audio on our podcast, too, because fuck Alex Jones and all his shtick. But I did pay, actually, pretty close attention to this trial because it's the first of three, and it is going to kind of set the, the tone for what's going to happen. Um, so there were four lawsuits before. All of these um, were Sandy Hook parents' defamation cases against um, Alex Jones for saying that their kid either didn't die, you know, the, the hoax, blah, blah, blah. Um, Lenny Posner has some more specific things because he docks Lenny Posner on air and is, you know, all around bad shit. But there were four cases one in texas three in connecticut the a couple of the cases in connecticut were consolidated so it's now one in texas um oh i think it's now two in texas one in connecticut it's hard to keep track of this shit because we're not lawyers but jones like we talked about before already defaulted on all these cases it's not an it's not an issue of whether or not he is liable or not he's been found liable the reason he was found liable was that he didn't do anything as 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 it comes to Discovery. They would ask for people to show up for depositions. They just would not show up. They would send people who had no fucking clue what they were talking about and would sit there like idiots. Um, and, you know, we talked about this before in, in one of the depositions with Rob Dew. They showed him a video and was like, were you able to review this video? And he's like, couldn't find the video. He's like, how is that possible? He's like, what do you mean how is it possible? He's like, you gave me the video. How did you not find the video? He's like, that's a good question. <laughs> like, like, these asshats were just kind of running that kind of game. And finally, all the judges, against their better judgment, said, okay, you're liable. Like, you're just liable. Any question about whether or not you're lying, the jury is now going to be told you're lying. You know, yeah. It's just, you're just done. And Alex Jones has spent the time, that how it happened in November. He spent the time between November and now telling everybody that he never got his day in court, that some judge, some le- some leftist judge who they, during the court, tried to say was a pedophile. You know, um, bold move. But uh, he, you know, tried to say that all this was just bullshit when he didn't play, you know, he said he never got his, his day in court. Um, the final results, everybody's Didn't heard he, like, news. at some point, he showed up with, like, like, duct tape on his mouth with, like, free speech written on it or some garbage? I, I can't remember. So that was the first day of the trial. Oh, uh, because okay, I really uh, that was a while ago. Yeah, that was the first day of the trial in earnest, like after jury selection. And he sat through most of that day, just kind of sat there. Um, for some fucking reason, he kept chewing gum. And the judge kept telling him, nobody chews gum, nobody eats, nobody eats or anything. You can have water in my courtroom and that's it. And he kept chewing gum and she kept telling him to spit it out. And he sat through the entire day and he walked out of court that first day for the first recess 
walked out of the courtroom doors. You can see this clear as day on a lot of news reports because there were there were like three or four news cameras waiting outside for him. It wasn't the dozens and dozens he thought he was going to get. He you know, yeah, he thought that this was going to be wall to wall BBC, NPR, CNN, and it was just a couple local places. <clears throat> Excuse me, and. He walks out the courtroom door, and this is what you're talking about, Shay. He stops, turns around, kind of lowers his head, and he takes something out of his pocket, and it's that—it's a bumper sticker. He puts it over his face. It says, "You know, uh, free speech, Infowars, or whatever." Walks that way to the cameras, and then once he realizes there's nobody there that's going to like cheer for him, he takes it off and puts it back in his pocket, and then proceeds to whine about the trial. Yeah, like, dude. Like, listening. It was the most broken, broken man shit ever. Listening to. Like the judge, just be like, "No, Mr. Jones, this is not your show." Like, you have to answer the question. Yeah. Like that shit. Oh my god, that's rock hard. So well, good. the yeah, it's so it is so good. The um, the overall damages were four point one million in compensatory damages, meaning that the 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 um Leonard, uh, not I'm sorry, not Leonard Posner, Neil Heslin and his and his ex wife lost that much money in revenue. Excuse me. And then the um, punitive damages were forty five point two million. So we're right at right at you know forty nine point three million dollars now. In in yeah. Texas, that shit can be capped. So the full amount might be closer to ten million, but the lawyers for the plaintiffs have stated that because during this Infowars, um, aka Free Speech Systems, actually declared bankruptcy themselves. So all this will be settled in bankruptcy court. So the plaintiffs are saying that in bankruptcy court, instead of taking that cap all the way up to the Texas Supreme Court, they'll just argue it in bankruptcy court and get it handled. So the bankruptcy court might just say, like, these caps don't apply here. Yeah. And so that's and, – and while they're in bankruptcy court, that's federal bankruptcy court. So that's going to expose Jones to a lot more scrutiny about where he moved all this money right before the trial. Um, but, yeah, like – what you were saying is that here, let's go. The the case was a complete shit show. Let's start out with what you were what you were saying before, when the judge literally was like, "Mr. Jones, guess what you're not allowed to do in my fucking in my uh, fucking." Mr. Jones. Ooh, ooh, wrong button. But yeah, like she just scolds him like a child. And uh, here, let me, let me, let me change. We gotta push some buttons here. Always great radio when you listen to me. All right, can you see my screen, Jay? Uh, yes. This is what you're talking about. This is where uh, Alex Jones, after lying multiple times on the stand, is just basically told you're an idiot by the judge. Mr. Jones. <laughs> you look so pissed. <laughs> she you does. Say to this jury that you complied with discovery. That is not true. You may not say it again. Right, that's why he was defaulted. You may not tell this jury that you are bankrupt. That is also not true. And part of the punitive you may part have of the trial filed here. filed for bankruptcy. I don't know that, but I've heard that. That doesn't, put, that doesn't make a person <laughs> or company bankrupt. You're already so under oath to tell the truth. You've already violated that oath. Twice 
today in just those two examples. And, and just real quick here, throughout the entire trial, this was all a shit show, but Jones and his lawyer kept trying to do things that would like trigger a mistrial. But I know that's some people think that's why they the shit got sent over, right? But the, but the, and I and this may even be the clip where she's like, "You've tried so many times for mistrial, I'm not gonna do it." Yeah. So one of the things about the trial, and and we'll talk about this after the clip, but like, but both the um, his lawyer uh, Renald and Jones kept doing this stuff, and the plaintiff's lawyers were like. We're getting really close to contempt here, which means like, hey, we're gonna, we'll, we'll find you again. But we are like nobody, nobody but Trump. I'm um, sorry, nobody but Alex wanted a mistrial. So like, the judge doesn't want to give a mistrial, which, and and the plaintiffs don't want a mistrial. Usually, the judge would be willing to grant a mistrial in terms of the defendant because like something in the process fucked up, and therefore it's not fair to them. Yeah. But in this case, the defendant is like, hey, can we stop this trial because this trial is going to cost me a shitload of money. Yeah. And they keep trying. After every witness, the the uh, his lawyer was like, "Oh, I move for mistrial." She's like, "No, <laughs> I'm yeah. not doing it." Yeah, yeah. At one point, after after a witness, they were like, "He's like, I have several motions," and like she's like, she told the jury, she's like, "You can leave. It won't take long. Trust me." And he'd said the motion. She said, "No, I'm brought him back in." It was like five seconds stops. But yeah, here's more. Here's more of her uh, telling, going very, very a lot of mom energy here on Alex Jones. It seems absurd to instruct you again that you must tell the truth while you testify yet here i am you must tell the truth while you testify this is not your show (laughs) you need to slow down and not take what you see as opportunities to further the message you're wanting to further and instead only answer the specific and exact now, Jones is, is fidgeting asked. really bad no here. No asides. He's like nodding, but he's, he's he wants to say the something. The comments about discovery, the comments about the larynx or whatever it was, the comments about bankruptcy, none of those were responsive to questions. Another thing, she mentioned his larynx, larynx and, and in the other clip that we, we have to play because it's so great, where, where Mark Bankston dunks on him in real time, there are so many big wet coughs that he tried to do to like derail the questioning. Yeah. Like he, he would just sit there and, and cough wetly into his hand and complain that he had a torn larynx. And like, he just did it over. Like it was really a hundred percent trying to disrupt like the flow and the questioning, like really like, you know, fuck people up on the rhythm and, and, and just try not to answer the questions. And it was, it was, it was so shitty and it was so annoying because when he left the courtroom, he would go back to his office, which is a t- ten-minute drive from from this courthouse, um, and he'd hop on air and talk freely for two hours. Yeah, not a single yeah, you know, it was complete horseshit. But the larynx thing bugged the fuck out of me. Just stop that, Alex. They were just you abusing my tolerance and making asides to the jury improperly, and in these two cases, untruthfully. Do you understand what I have said? Yes or no? Do you understand what I have said? <laughs> he you can't see this, but he raised his hand like he was in a class. That's not how he, this works. He kept doing that. He I will back up just a little bit. He kept doing that in trial, and she's like, "No." Like and like at one point, his lawyer was like, "Quit doing that." Like this is yeah, <laughs> like that. Yes, I believe what I said was true. 
Here we yes, go. Here's you the believe best. everything you say is true, but it isn't. Your beliefs do not make something true. That is, that is what we're doing here. Just right. because you claim to think something is true does not make it true. It does not protect you. It is not allowed. You are under oath. That means things must actually be true when you say them. Don't talk. That's my favorite. Don't talk. She can tell he's getting ready to say something, and he's like, uh, she's like, don't talk. Just shut the fuck up. And yeah, so it goes on like that for a little while. And um, in, uh, in, in the actual court, um, in the actual courtroom, Right after, like when he first started, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna play, but right after when he first started testifying, he, he they would ask the question, and then he would monologue for a while, and the opposing counsel would be like, "Objection! Shut the fuck up! Like not relevant!" Da, da, da. And the judge was like, "Yeah, you're you're not answering the question. You're just monologuing." And he he said, like, "Oh, so she's gets you know she talking about uh, Mrs. Lewis, the 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 mother of the the killed child." It's like, "Oh, so she gets to monologue and I don't." And the whole courtroom took a big sigh of like, "Of course you fuck fuck." idiot like because your lawyer knew that he, he couldn't fucking interrupt her because it was a dead kid's mom and like you don't get that latitude you asshole yeah and uh yeah it was it was so fun to watch that happen um but yeah the whole thing was completion show um and here is the other thing that you talked about shay and this is this is such a great great moment um It'll take me just a second to find out where it will be. Here we go. Should have had this queued up before, but ah, we were drinking. All right, now can, can you see my screen, Jay? Sure can. All right, now this is right before we all have seen the clip. But I, I, I backed it up a little bit so everybody could hear the, the fake fucking coughs and the, the, oh my God, I can't breathe and I can barely talk bullshit that Alex is trying here. But this is this is what happens right before he gets this way laid. So just listen to this. <coughs> Mr. Jones, I'd like to show you what's been marked as plain as Exhibit 130. Hands him a piece of paper. That's a good line, too. text message he hands it to him. He's like, "You got it upside down." But like, well, the thing you can't hear. That guy, the... that guy's just trying to make him look like an asshole, though. I oh love yeah, yeah. He's like, "Yeah, it's upside down." It's upside down. But also, like, Alex had just made that big wet cough, and then when he handed him a piece of paper, he like blinks and like, "Oh, I can't. Where am I? Oh, what? I'm not. I, I, I'm so. I'm so phased by my coughing. I can't. I can't deal with this. Like, he trick. He's such a, a, a melodramatic actor. Between it doesn't work. Oh, Watson, isn't it? Here, I'm sorry. Yes. And they mentioned. Mr. Jones, I'd like to show you what's been marked as plain as Exhibit 130. You've got it upside down. That's text messages between you and Paul Watson, isn't it? Yes. And they mention Sandy Hook, don't they? Yes. Plan us move 130 into evidence. Any objections? So right now they they just put in some text messages that Alex Jones says didn't exist under oath in depositions. Multiple times. And this is the kind of shit that they're talking about. They said, do you have any text messages about Sandy Hook? Alex Jones and InfoWars said no. And then <coughs> suddenly they have another big wet fucking call from this idiot. And this is the part Shay was talking about that is the best. It's like a thousand Christmases rubbing up against my junk. Zoom in on the little article up in the corner, please. Oh, oh, you can... 
just trying to walk over to this too. He's trying so hard to distract from how fucked he is. But this is a zoom of, of Mr. Watson has sent you a screenshot from Infowars.com, correct? Here's <coughs> the Yeah, and it has an article here, right? Yeah. And it says, staged. Video shows hospital using dummies in ER for coronavirus footage. What it says? I believe so. Let's go to the first message from Mr. Watson. Read along with me, Mr. Jones. He says, He's coughing this and is eyes. a video. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me, one second. No problem. Take your time. <coughs> take all the time you need. I'm, I'm going to dunk on you here in a second. You ready? Uh, yeah, this, you may not think it's a problem, but it's a real one. Sure. It is not. Just give me a second. <coughs> all right, go ahead. Mr. Watson says, this is a video of a medical student training to intubate makes us look ridiculous suggesting this means COVID is fake. Sandy Hook all over again. <coughs> I read that correctly? Yes. Go to the next message. <coughs> now, now they're, they're putting them, they're putting these messages up on the screen in front of Alex so he can read them and he's still acting like he can't see them. I get it. Mr. Jones, it's true that this article is right now live on Infowars.com. I can pull it up, right? I've never seen this text message. I guess you guys got Paul's. My phone didn't save them. So that's fine. Your phone didn't save the second. I told you guys I gave it to the, I gave it to the lawyers and said that they drained the phone. They didn't find that stuff. I don't know how my phone's... gave it to the lawyers. They were supposed to find it. So that's what your testimony is? No, I searched it as well. I mean, so I, I, you guys have all this stuff and you say we didn't give anything. It's Mr. Ridiculous. Jones, you know how an iPhone works, right? You've had iPhone text. Alex Jones keeps rubbing his eyes and face like he's crying and can't can't understand this. Yeah. Like, why are you beating up on me? Like, why why are you doing this to me? And he's trying to act, and I know what he's, I mean, it's very clear he's doing. He's trying to act the victim in his own defamation lawsuit, but it's just, it's. I just want to hit him with a board. I just want to hit him with a fucking two-by-four. Yeah, he... Uh, yeah, oh, that, that's great. Here we go. What does it mean if the messages are in blue? Whose uh, messages are those? Whose phone is this taken from? I don't know whose phone's taken from. That's not a good answer. I mean, I just, I turned the phone over and said, take the stuff off. Can I have you look in the very bottom below the... Very bottom left corner. Oh, now get addicted, you little shit. Yes. So you did get my text messages. And it said you didn't. Nice trick. <laughs> yes, Mr. Jones. Oh, Indeed. Here <laughs> I love how he literally goes, Yes. Has his own little giggle. He is. Do you know where I got this? <laughs> like, no. that's such a <laughs> And, and, and once we finish this up, I'll tell you what Alex Jones has to say about this after the fact. But it, let's just let's listen, listen to the plaintiff floors. This is this is a guy named Mark Mark Bankston for Ferrar uh, Ferrar and Ball, I believe, is their legal uh, company. Mr. Jones, did you know that twelve days ago, twelve days ago, your attorneys messed up and sent me an entire digital copy of your entire cell phone with every text message you've sent 
for the past two years, and when informed, did not take any steps to identify it as privileged or protect it in any way. And as of two days ago, it fell free and clear into my possession. And that is how I know you lied to me when you said you didn't have text message about saying you Did you know that? I See, I told you the truth. This is your Perry Mason moment. I gave them my phone. And then... Mr. Jones, you need... All right, real quick. Everybody should go to YouTube and watch this video because while uh, Mark Bankston is talking, Alex Jones's lawyer is basically chewing his own thumb off. Yes. Was, now, it, yeah, the, the, his lawyer is the guy closest to the camera with longer hair, right? Right. He's got kind of a mullet looking yeah, yeah. mullet going on. And he's like, he is literally like, he's got his hand over his mouth trying to try, trying to conceal his old fuck expression. Because what, what they are going to explain here, and, and they go over it in more detail in an emergency hearing the, the following morning, which we're not going to play because it's pretty boring. But basically what they did is they took a, 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 a clone of Alex Jones' phone, about two years worth of his phone data, and put it in a Dropbox for the for the case by mistake. Um, the plaintiffs for the Sandy Hook parents, uh, Mark Bankson, emailed Alex Jones' lawyer and said, hey, you put this in there. Is this a mistake or what? Because I don't think I should have this information. This should be, you know, you said you didn't have this information. You know, what? And he goes, and the guy, and the lawyer said, please disregard that. And then just, that's all he said. That's not legally actionable. Because what he had to have said is, no, that's protected information. And we will tell you to disregard it because, you know, files XYZ inside of there are protected, client privilege, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, like you had to go through and point out why everything was was um, everything was uh, protected or privileged, and he just said, "Please disregard that," which is like the same thing as like Shay, if you were coming from Mexico to into California with your trunk full of cocaine, and they pulled you over, and you just told the cop, "Ah, just disregard that." Yeah, like it has no legal meaning whatsoever, and so. The after he after he informed um, Alex Jones's lawyers after the plaintiffs' lawyers informed Alex Jones's lawyers, he, they apparently had ten days to remove it and then provide why it was removed because it was protected. Blah blah blah. Right? They didn't do that, and so they were waiting this whole fucking they were waiting this whole fucking trial to just drop this hammer on these assholes, and they can't believe it happened like that. And and it, yeah, it's just it's just it's just. Too good. I mean, like I said, it's a thousand Christmases. Rubbing up against my like sweatpants. And as of two days ago, it fell free and clear into my possession. And that is how I know you lied to me when you said you didn't have text message about saying you Did you know that? I see. I told you the truth. This is your Perry Mason moment. I gave them my phone, and then Mr. Jones, you need to answer the question. No, I, you I know did. this happened. No, no, I didn't know this happened. But I mean, I told you I gave them the phone over. Just, just and you the said. Question. You said. In your deposition, you searched your phone. You said you pulled down the text, did the search function for Sandy Hook. That's what you said, Mr. Jones, correct? I listened to the depositions. He very much said that. And I had several several different phones with this number, but I did, yeah. Oh, that's not a good answer. Shay, how many phones do you have at any given time with the same number? Uh, just the one. Just the one? All right, because you're not doing crimes? Yeah. Well, of course, I mean, that's why you got it. No, Mr. Jones, that's not why I have it. No, Mr. Jones. My lawyer sent yeah. it to you, but I'm hiding it. Okay. Mr. Jones? Mr. Jones, that's just answer questions. There's no question. Mr. Bankston also only asked questions. Sure. Mr. Jones, in discovery, Please. you were asked. 
you, you. The judge is like, please don't lead this idiot like the idiot he is. Yeah. So only ask questions. I know this is really awesome for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please stop pistol whipping him like a blind kid and just ask the question. How to send book text messages on your phone and you said no, correct? I can watch this shit all day. You said that under oath. I mean, I was mistaken. I was mistaken, but you, you got the messages right there. You know what perjury is, man. I just want to make sure you know before we go any further. You know what it is. Yes, I do. I mean, I, I'm not a tech guy. I told you I gave in my testimony the phone to the lawyers before or whatever, and, and so you got my phone, but we didn't give it to you. No, Mr. Jones. One more time. And please remember, if you need to do a certain fifth amendment, you can. I need to know that you can do that. But you testified under oath previous that you personally searched your phone for the phrase Sandy Hook and there were no messages. You said that under oath. Yes. And you all right, so that was a little low, but what the lawyer just said was, I'm going to ask you one more time. You search your own phone, and you said under oath, and you can plead the fifth if you need to, Mr. Jones, but, you know, you need to be sure of what you're saying here, because this is actionable. And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. God, yeah, the whole the whole trial, I, like, we had to play that. I know it was a little bit slow for a podcast, but everybody needs to go see that. It was so much fucking fun to watch that happen. Um, but uh, one of the results of that is after that exchange happened, um, Alex Jones went on his show and said that the um, Sandy Hook lawyers do not have two years of his phone. They say they have six months, not texts, not emails, nothing. Like He just kept saying they don't have what they have. And I trust Mark Bankston more than I trust Alex Jones because Alex Jones is a proven in-court liar. So, yes, I just uh, it's so I and it, it, this is kind of a sidebar, but one of the uh, gaming groups I used to play Planetside Two with for a really long time um, was absolutely fantastic game. I fucking love Planetside Two. It's still going, believe it or not. It's, oh yeah, it's great. I actually it's free to play. I need to reinstall it and just fuck around with it. But anyway, I uh, uh, fucking um, uh, basically the early QAnon shit and the early uh, Alex Jones shit like ruined that group and it, it absolutely poisoned it and there was one guy in particular that anytime i see footage like this i would just love to know what he thinks of it because he was the like most staunchest craziest alex jones supporter i've never physically met the guy but that i've ever interacted with like the kind of person that you don't think is is real it's like real. a caricature yeah. like like completely off the wall nut nut bag and I, you know, every now and then I'm actually pulling out my Steam profile now to see if we're still friends because I would love to be like, so what do you think about the show, Alex Jones? He he would just say it was the deep state. I guarantee it. He'd just say, well, he's getting railroaded by the deep state. There's nothing you can do about it now. Yeah, and and as a semi-daily listener to Alex Jones, I only listen to Alex Jones. If Alex Jones is out of town, like not doing the show, I turn it off because his underlings that try to do an Alex Jones impersonation just suck. One of them is uh, one of them is the Owen Troyer, a, a co-defendant on this case. Um, they were talking. The lawyers, Mark Bankston and Bill Ogden, were talking to Knowledge Fight, which a uh, great great resource for following up on this 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 case. Um, and they were talking about how like you know these underlings they don't have as much money as Alex Jones does. The pockets aren't that deep. It's like yeah, we're not going to get two million dollars from this guy, but we'll just make it so he can never buy a car again. 
And everybody's like, yeah. eh, deal. You know, um, you know, he'll just have this like three million dollar judgment hanging out all, you know, over his head for the rest of his life. But um, but yeah, like as a as a quasi regular listener of Alex Jones, like those people still call in and they're still like, I'm going to buy like a gallon of ba- brain broth or whatever the hell it is. Just just to keep you on the air, Alex, like they're like they believe him when he says that he was railroaded and didn't give get his time in court. They don't believe the actual court records that show that he didn't comply with discovery to get his time in court. Like he could very well have, have fought this out in court. I don't think I don't think it would have gone better for him. I think he accurately decided with his lawyers that it would have gone way worse. Oh yeah. Then just yeah. This way he gets to he gets to have not given up his financial records and gets to say I was railroaded where before they would have just proved that he was a complete shitbag. You know, it would it would have been uh would have been that way. Um like you said Shay, one of the best parts of the trial is that blind side where the um, plaintiffs had two years of his phone records. Um, a lot of some of those records that Alex Jones says he didn't have were psychi- psychiatric evaluations of the plaintiffs. Nobody really knew how Alex Jones got those. Um, the lawyers, you know, immediately deleted all medical records they found. Um, one of the things apparently they came across was a nude photo of Alex Jones's current wife—not his first wife, but his current wife—that uh, he sent to Roger Fucking Stone of all people. And, that's uh, the weirdest one, I think. And believe it or not, um, she was not a, a fan of that. Um, uh, Insider.com uh, reports that um, Alex Jones's current wife was unaware and upset that her husband sent her uh, his uh, creepiest fuck f- friend um, a picture of her naked. Um, but she says that, um, honestly, I was unaware that this occurred. Uh, I'm, oh shit pop-ups um she's like honestly um I, I, i'm unaware this occurred i'm sure it was some type of brag exchange uh you know look how hot my wife is i'm pretty upset that he took the privilege to do this however that's really not the least of my problems right now yeah no shit. <laughs> yeah absolutely no shit um if i have my timeline right she and alex jones got together in 2012 2013 right as his divorce from his first wife was finalizing he would have been rolling in cash then because that would have been in the, the heat of the Sandy Hook shit where they were pulling in $800,000 a day, um, uh, according to the forensic account they hired in the case. So, like, they were pulling in money hand over fist. So she thought she had a gold mine that she was going to bang her way into Marion, and then now this happens. So, yeah, her, her whole world's going to get really fucked up. I mean, I, I can't say I'm so- I feel sorry for her. Because she had to have facilitated this in some way, but but that's where we stand right now. Um, that two years of phone data that includes uh, 2020 and 2021 has already been requested by the January 6th committee. Um, the plaintiff's lawyers um, have already said, we'll give it the fuck to them. The second they ask, we're giving it to them. And that data has already been given to the other two um, plaintiffs in the, in the next two cases coming up. Because they had an agreement with those defense. I, I was, I, let me say that wrong. The lawyers that represent this case are in an agreement with the other lawyers to divulge any information that would help their cases. Yeah. So whether or not Alex thinks he can, you know, codify that uh, data 
as privileged. It already goes to the other two um, court cases. So, yeah, again, he's fucked. He might be proper fucked by the January uh, 6th committee. I would love to see that happen, too. I just hope there's no dick pics. Just uh, come on. You know there's dick pics. No whammies. No whammies. You know there's dick pics. You know there's dick pics. Don't want to see Alex Jones. Get that tasty Alex Joe, dude. You know there's dick pics. Yeah. Um, but anyway, got another Texas Texas case that will probably have putative caps. We'll have to see how the um, uh, bankruptcy lawsuit goes. If if this bankruptcy lawsuit says that those caps don't apply, then we're good to go for the next Texas Texas case to, to really take a chunk out of his ass. But there are no caps on punitive damages in um, Connecticut, so that'll likely be, be another big wet chunk out of his ass. So now the question is, how much money does it end up being, and how much money has Alex Jones uh, squirreled away? Like, can he can he pay it? Can it wreck him? I, I think it, I think it's a, a that's a coin toss, but I don't know. It's gonna be fun watching him go down the tubes. That's all uh, it, yeah. It, well, I just I keep the clip the clips just keep coming and they just keep giving and giving. It's incredible. Yeah, one of, one of the funniest things we haven't talked about is one of his lawyers, a guy named Robert Barnes is a complete shithead. Like, he's just that guy that has a law degree and will say whatever he has to say to, you know, be with the people he wants to be with. Um, Alex Jones is actually, like, they, they actually are, I think, they they signed a declaration saying he fucked up their first case. Like, he messed up a bunch of discovery. But he goes on the show all the time. Like, he and Alex will sit side by side and talk about how he was totally railroaded on this case and he didn't give up and, and he gave up all the discovery. But, and like, Robert Burns will sit right there right beside him and be like, you've given up more discovery than anybody I've ever seen in any case. But then if you look at the fucking, act, like, Google it, it's like, Robert Burns, attorney attached to the tone, no discovery. Like, like he kneecapped Alex's whole world, and he's sitting right beside him going, you know, you're the best guy ever. You're the best, yeah. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. But, um, whatever, man. Whatever. That's not as fun as what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about fun stuff now. That was fun, but this is even more fun. So, Shay, you had some thoughts about Stranger Things. I just want to know what the fuck's the point of the entire Russia storyline in season four. Uh, there isn't ooh, one. That's the answer that's to that a question. Solid, that's a good question. Like, like I, I, I get it. Like, okay, it's, it's. Uh, I, I don't know, man. That's just maybe. I, 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 I love the first three seasons of the show, and I like the fourth season. But that, but in the other seasons, I never found myself wanting to fast forward through portions. So like, like any time it cut back to Russia, I just kept being like, "All right, cool, I get it, whatever." And like, I don't know. It just, I, I mean, they were are we separ- talking about they're separating everybody out into their own. You've got, you know, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, back up, back up, a sec. Are you talking about season four's parts that are set in Russia? Yes, that's the only part oh, okay. of it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I thought you meant the the parts in season three that were about. No, Russians. I'm talking about season four. Okay, I get that. Right. And like, Russians are part of it. But like, did, did I really have to like half of that fucking season was just watching Hopper sit in a jail and talk about his dad? Like, yeah, I, and it, yeah. It, 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 I don't know why it bugged me so much because like, I guess because it's like, you know, you got it. Okay, L Eleven doesn't have her powers anymore. She's doing her thing. The kids are there's all these different disparate storylines. So you have to give them those characters something to do. I, I don't know. That was it, it. It just went on and on and on and on and on, and it was really fucking annoying. But over, you know, I liked it. This is the most Stephen King Stephen Kingy season yet. 
Yeah, and for sure, like I, I have to. I, I guess my answer, if you put a gun to my head, not being in the production room when they decided it was, we already had written that Hopper was alive. Yeah. So we couldn't leave him wherever he was. I get that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I honestly couldn't tell you why it bothered me so much. I think the re honestly, I think the reason it bugged me so much was because everything else around it was awesome. Like, and any, that was kind any, of tedious. Yeah, and any time I, I would have rather had it been like a couple episodes short of a season and just focused on the kids more doing their thing because that was so much cooler and more interesting than anything fucking yeah. what's his name and Winona Ryder's character were doing. Like, I just didn't care. I was like, ah, they're going to get, I know they're going to get back. You're not going to kill. So, like, I know that's how that works. Uh, you know, so, like, all right, cool. So, I, I don't know. It would have been, it could have been, like, a nice little side thing. I don't know. I didn't need, I didn't need, like, a whole fucking thing. I, but then, it, but then, like, Vecna was really fucking sweet. And then, you know, all the, all the shit in the actual other world, they spent a lot more time in, in the other world, which was a lot of fun. What? And, what what if the entire Russia setup was so that Hopper could pick up the Atlantean sword from Conan to cut? That is what the, that looked like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. To, to, yeah. to cut down the, uh, the 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 Demogorgon. Uh, whatever, dude. Um, that's I mean, that's I I just I, like it's fine. That that story like okay, you get let's pick it up. Like now, I did love Kung Fu Murray. That shit was awesome. Oh, I, I'll tell you I, right I now. I can't remember what that actor is. I always think of him as is is store brand Paul Giamatti. Um, Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, what is what is that guy's name? But anyway, well, I tell you right now, I watched that when I was watching that season. All I could think was, I want Murray's entire wardrobe. Brett Glenman, yeah. Oh no, he's awesome. Like he's because he, that that man that man does not step into the scene not looking fucking sweet. Yeah, like I love. Yeah, he's great. Um, he's like the just like classic '80s looking dude. Like I love that shit. Mm -hmm. He's a he's he's a great character. But yeah, you know, I, I really I just that whole Russia storyline thing really burnt me because everything I was like, God damn it! I know you need to pad this out, but I don't care. Like, get me back to the cool shit. Well, but, and, well, the thing that got me is like, so they're gonna go to Russia to get Hopper, and like Hopper sent them a message that was also kind of hinky, and then they're gonna fly to Russia and find Hopper and bring him back. And this is not the time when Russia was like not organized and well, well, you know, did not know how to fucking rain down hellfire on people. We're talking the Cold War era, Russia, and so they're going to walk into a prison and get him out, and then they're going to leave, and then they're going to go back to the prison to kill the Demogorgon. Yeah, that, that's where I was like, come on, people. Yeah, I guess I, I read a lot of comics, and my bullshit, my bullshit threshold is real high. Well, it's just, it's just the whole. It was just, I don't know, man. It was just so annoying because the whole time, I'm like, I just don't care about any of this. I just want to see what the kids are doing, like. Right. Oh, like I don't know, because it had a lot more horror elements to it this season, which was a lot of fun. And then the ending was fucking badass and a hell of a cliffhanger. Like, and it's funny because like my, my it's been a very emotional journey for me, where I've like the whole season, I'm like I'm into it, I'm not, I'm not, you know, whatever. And then the ending, I'm like, oh, that's dope. And then and then it's like, all right, next season, that's all 2024. Oh, god damn it! I know, yeah, you fuckers. They did, they did get you on there, yeah. Because it, it, it's I, one of those great like. It takes you think everything's gonna be okay and then it's not. And I would have I would have had a clue that nothing was gonna be okay if I had noticed that the final episode was like two and a half hours or some shit. Yeah. Like it was I, a movie. Yeah, it was a movie. I didn't realize that. And I was like, Oh shit and I, I was like I was like, Man, they got a lot up in the air for an hour long episode. I've only got two hours left. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. okay. Well and and, and I, I do I, I have to just say that every you know 
Shay, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a five years old than you are. I'm a little bit more into the '80s than you are, growing up. And the whole Eddie on top of the trailer, ro- rocking uh, Master, Master of Puppets. Puppets. Oh, I love that album. That album was incredible. It was it was amazing. Uh, you know, the whole thing was amazing. Um, I read um, after that after that episode dropped. Um, I read that hardcore fans of Metallica called this the called the song he was going to play just because of where his hands were when he started that's awesome when 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 dustin was like all right you know you got five you know count him down it's like let's do this and like he counted him down and he put his hands on the guitar people like had screenshot him like he's gonna he's gonna play master of puppets yeah that was and a then, great uh, way um oh, I'm, I'm so you know maybe he's not dead i don't know spoilers but like he gets i don't give a shit yeah, i don't care if no. they bring him back i won't give a shit no. plots back uh, with the hell out uh, of that fun fact um, the rumor mill on the internet is that that actor, uh, I can't remember his name, he's a British actor. Yeah. Um, oh, very British. Very British, which but, makes him, which, which which, makes him even which, better. Which always cracks me up when the, the most British actors is, are just walk out with with an accent that I couldn't pick. Like, like they have an American accent I couldn't poke a hole through. Fuck no. I, dude, I didn't know fucking Hugh Jackman was Australian until like two weeks ago. And I'm not making that <laughs> up. Um, like, I was like, what? That, that was a yeah. mind fuck. But anyway... Um, he. I guess it's because our hillbilly ass can't do other people's accents, yeah, exactly. and we can't we can't imagine other people <laughs> doing American accents. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, and it's fucking. Um, what was it? Oh, they're gonna tap him. That the, the rumor mill is they want to tap him to replace um, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, but as a much younger Iron Man or Tony Stark from a parallel universe. Because if you look at side by side pictures of both yeah. of them with short hair. When they're this about the same age, uncanny. They look yeah. very similar. So like I, you know, which which to me just makes me excited. That they're they're going to get weird for the next few uh, Avengers movies. Oh, I I mean, I, like we we talked about this before. One 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 of the one of our close buddies, you know, my buddy Jay, started the Purple Report with him. Like he is like lives and breathes the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And when he found out that uh, you know, when he finally watched Endgame and watched uh, Iron Man die. He was like, I can't believe they did that. And I was like, that's like the 11th time I know that they've killed Iron Man. Don't worry, man. He'll be back. One way or another, last, he'll be back. Last time they killed him, they put his, they uh, plugged a computer up to his brain, put Captain America's shield on him, on his chest, and had Thor hit him with a hammer and brought him back. Like, <laughs> th- they do some silly shit. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. There was one. There was one whole story arc where um, basically um, Tony Stark deleted his brain slowly, to because he had uploaded all. Well, I want to get this right. He had uploaded all of Shield's secret and double agents into his own brain, and he was the only copy. And so to protect them, he deleted his brain. So like, as the bad guys were trying to get that information out of his brain, he was on the run, and he kept having to go from like less and less advanced armors because he couldn't physically run them. Yeah. He was too dumb to run, you know, until he was basically just in the Mark one, just slugging it out with people. Yeah. I mean, uh, and again, that's, that's, that's the difference between like you and like people who've read a bunch of, a lot of comic books and people who just like the movies is that, they don't really understand how stupid it gets. So, because like, oh, yeah. I, I, and I, I'm not saying the movie should get that stupid. I'm just saying that like, buckle up, dude. You have no idea yeah. how dumb this may get. Like now that you oh, know, because yeah. you know they've already you know, secret well, war, secret wars is coming. You're gonna find out some character oh. from the very start wasn't actually there or was dead. Exactly. Like, it's exactly. gonna be so dumb, and I can not wait for it. 
Yeah, you're gonna find out that that um, you know, spoiler alert, that uh, let's say, um, oh shit, um, assassin, red hair, what the fuck's her name? Uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. You're gonna find out Black Widow didn't actually die. That was a crawl that died because she was replaced decades ago. Oh, it'll well, yeah. well, but the other thing too is is, um, I mean, they've already said they're making a Fantastic Four movie, like officially now. They've introduced John Krasinski as, fin- as uh, Reed Richards in the uh, Doctor Strange sequel. Then they killed him, alternate universe. Right. So, right. I mean, if, if Marvel's going to start doing the multiverse thing full board, sky's the limit, baby. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you can just do it. It's, I can't, it's, it. I'm here for it. Like, let's go. Well, okay, and, and put a pin in that because we haven't gotten I, – I understand that the DCU is – maybe even in its adolescence now compared to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Because the MCU got started first and just took off. And they're like, this is what we're going to do. DCU got started, hit some road bumps, just really couldn't find its rhythm. Uh, it's still not great. Right. It's still hit or miss. Like, I, I just watched uh, um, Aquaman the other day. That movie is fun as shit to watch. Makes no sense. Silly as hell. Very pretty, though. Yeah. Oh, like, it's all, it's gorgeous all to look at. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, gorgeous. Um, we've got a Flash movie that they might shit can because the guy started a cult. God knows what's going on there. Um, like the DCU has hit some snags, but once the DCU gets up and like is running at full speed like the MCU is, you people are not going to be ready for the horse shit that comes down that pipeline because I don't honestly the, think they're even trying to do the the big universe thing as much anymore. Well, but here's the problem, Shay. If they if they get up and running. They're going to come to what we call the crises, yeah. which is infinite crisis, dark crisis, yeah. multi, yeah. and and DC's DC's answer to what we, what Shane and I would call plot spackle. We've written ourselves into a real big corner. We've created a super bad that can't be killed. What do we do? We throw a Superman from every dimension at it. You know, six hundred six six hundred sixty six uh, fucking Supermans will fight this thing, and we'll see what happens. Like that's what they do every fucking time. Get bored? Hey, pull Batman's dad from another dimension, Flashpoint in, and we'll have him shoot some people. Like, it's it, it's it's not any less silly than the horse shit that happens in Marvel. They just do it in a little bit longer timeline. Like right now, we're in the middle of what's called the Dark Crisis. Uh, you know, uh, multi multi comic event in DC. I have them sitting downstairs. Haven't read one of them because it's not going to matter in a year and a half. Yeah, but I'm going to read them. Yeah. I need to. Uh, I need to get some. I need to finish up that Ghostbusters comic story arc I was reading. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. I need to get in on Sandman. I have not read the Sandman comics. Really? I watch the shit. I, I have not. I have them sitting oh, on the tablet. Buddy, I, I watched the first episode and I am. I am there. I mean, I mean. I haven't seen it. I. I, I don't, has it has it reviewed well? I, I actually. Uh, I actually it's reviewed like Gangbusters. Am surprised. Because I didn't, it, 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 I haven't seen anything about it. Like no one has talked to me about it. No one is posting about it. Like I think because it's more of a seven point um, eight. Okay, more of an obscure comic book title. Yeah, I, I guess, man. I'd argue that's not true. I don't know a single person in the comics who is like Sandman fucking rules. Like, well, as somebody who's read comics his entire life, I, I was aware of Sandman. I just hadn't read it yeah, yet. Well, I guess that's true. You've um, never read it, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's yeah. not a thing, but like I've read a lot of shit that other people haven't read. But yeah. you know, um, 
but I watched the first episode. I want to know what the guy, uh, the lead, I, I want to whoever plays Dreams. Yeah. I want to know what he got paid for the first episode because all he did was sit naked in a little glass orb for fifty minutes. Yeah, he didn't say a word. That sounds pretty that's accurate awesome. to Sandman. Actually. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I, I do you know? Did Neil Gaiman have anything to do with the show? I doubt it. Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, really, that's cool. That's dope. Yeah, no, he's Sandman, and, and he's out there. And he's out there defending it left and right. Like, people are like, oh, man, it's nothing like the comics. You really shit your pants. And he's like, well, it's number one in 80, 80 countries, so somebody's watching it. Yeah, I mean. And, and then he, and then he's come out and said, like, hey, listen, if you read the comics, great. If you didn't read the comics, great. Nobody gets to nobody gets to gatekeep Sandman. Like, yeah. That's it. That's his baby. And it's, it's um, the co- I, I could, I could, <laughs> it, you know, you always say, oh, that'd be really hard to adapt that to the screen. And then somebody does it, but uh, Sandman go, would be hard to adapt. Like a much more literal adaptation, from what I remember. I remember because it's got a lot of scenes where, like, in order to really get it, you have to have like the book folded out and you got to spin it around, and it's yeah. got a lot of real surreal bullshit in it. And it's it's um it's pretty fucking good. It's it's one of it's one of those ones. Up. But all I can say is I have like flipped through the compilations at the comic store. I dig the artwork. I dig where they're going. Mm. It's a very 90s spawn capalo kind of yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's got a lot I'm, of those yeah. vibes yeah yeah so i'm there for it and you know i'll collect them and i just i got them all on a tablet i didn't need to read them but I, I didn't have anything to watch it and i was like and and like i don't know how to say this like i knew sandman was coming out but like it just was released on netflix with like no big fanfare which is kind of what you were saying like you hadn't heard any about oh, it, like, I, it just I kinda just... sl- slipped out there I was just blown away. Like I, I really did. I, I, re- I remember, um, I, the, what happened to me is cause, like I saw the trailer. And I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Like finally, someone's yeah. gonna try to take a shot at Sandman. Hopefully, it, it works out because Netflix cancels everything. And then uh, I was like, oh, that'll probably be cool. Just thinking next year or whatever. And then like the other day, I like turned on Netflix to watch Stranger Things, and I was like, oh, cool new Sandman trailer. And I watched it, and I was like, what, what, what up? Oh shit! This is the show. It's out. Like what right. the fuck? Yeah. The, the next thing is the next episode. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what um, the fuck? Well, and I guess the way we should probably encapsulate this is that, like we said, it's Neil Gaiman's baby. Mm-hmm. Um, American Gods, great, great book. Um, I never watched the show. That's hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, watched the first season, second season, I couldn't get into, and then it got canceled. Um, but he's out there on Twitter being like, "Hey." Um, Neckbeards, calm down. Yeah, and that's probably that's probably problematic. The way I heard about it was neck the neckbeards out there complaining. It's not exactly like the comic book that they feel that if you haven't read, you can't talk to them. You know that 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 kind of gatekeeping bullshit is um, is is I, it's not my wheelhouse. You know that's was, a real big thing that I'm really surprised. At least out here, the bluegrass scene can be like that. Which is a re- I can see that uh, because there's I can see that because there's a lot of really big popular bands that are, and it's probably more in this area because like some of the bigger bands in bluegrass now, fifteen twenty years ago, were like playing up in little t- mountain towns around Colorado right. and like everybody knows them and shit like that. So like, but even then, like you know, like it's weird. It you know it you know because like bluegrass goes back so far that like if you're going to one of these like newer you know like billy strings or the kitchen dwellers or um you know one of these newer like contemporary bluegrass bands that are throwing distortion pedals and shit in there jam grass if you will um oh i will you will i mean that's what a lot of people call it uh 
you know, they're very like, well, I've been listening to this band since 2010, and you know, well, you're just a new here. <laughs> it's fucking insufferable. I, oh, it makes me so fucking mad. I'm always drunk at shows yelling at somebody about being a gatekeeping prick. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, j- just just to bring this back. I around, think that's my biggest pet peeve. Is just to bring this around, we have the fact that um, Stranger Things. The last episode of season four, you know, like we talked about, Eddie on top of the Winnebago fucking railing on some um, Master of Puppets. Um, right off the bat, everybody in the metal scene was like, now you can't get into Metallica just because you watch Stranger Things. And Metallica was like, oh, no, 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 no. If you want, if, you, if, if the first time you heard Metallica was because of Stranger Things, we would like you to introduce you to our entire catalog that we hope you enjoy. Come fucking rock with us. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Like, you know, just because you, just because you were not born in the fucking eighties and weren't, you know, alive listening to music in the nineties and two thousands when Metallica was, you know, you know, raging. Okay. So here, mean, here's the thing too. And, and this is what I like about it. Like this would have been, so the, I didn't realize this, but the album master of puppets came out the same year that that show was set. So it was 86. Uh-huh. So like yeah. he, he was like really in tune with the new shit. That's so funny because like there's that scene toward the end where they're going through all of his tapes and they're like, I right. need music. He's like, that's his music. He's like, yeah. He's holding yeah. up like a fucking Metallica album or some shit. And like Metallica came out real hard and was like, no, just because kids these days are going to hear our music through Stranger Things, they are Metallica yeah. fans. Don't fucking gatekeep. Don't be pricks. Yeah. And then they met the actor um, at Lollapalooza, and they jammed with him. He plays guitar. Um, they asked him in another interview, like, okay, how much of that scene was you? He's like, most of it was me. I played guitar since I was a kid. I know how to handle a guitar. Practice, practice a lot. Got the licks down. And they were like, what about the solo? He's like, not me. Okay. He's like, like when it got to the, when it got to the solo at the end, he's yeah. like, those are not my hands. Yeah, I can't do he's that. He's like, I I could not have pulled that off in the time frame that they wanted that that uh you know scene shot. So some guy stepped in and, and wailed on it. And he's amazing. But like, he met he met Metallica at Lollapalooza. They played inner they played uh, Inner Sandman and uh, I believe you know played Master of Puppets and Inner Sandman. Like Lars is in there, was like you know the intro. He's like. I think. And Lars just like, two, three, four. And he's like, oh, fuck, we're doing this, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah. And, like, they had a ball, and they gave him a, a guitar that was side ball. And, like, Metallica's like, hey, listen, not only are they not idiots, like, this is a way for us to sell fucking Oh, albums. absolutely. They're smart. They, they, right. These guys have been around. They know, they know the drill. They're like, ooh, look how popular this guy is. <laughs> right. But then also, like, hey, our music doesn't, you know, there's not a cutoff at 1996 where you're not allowed to listen to our music. You know? Like I know that I, I know that I know it's a physical and scientific fact that when you are in your mid teens is kind of the, the genre of music you get into and kind of where you kind of get locked in and of course you can you can f- discover new genres as you get older but it's that 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 five year span there kind of holds something in your heart because that's when you kind of got into music yeah but like I, I swear to God uh, uh, Rachel will be like what do you listen to because I'll just be, be bopping around the house and I'm like I don't know it's this thing about like meet me halfway like oh this little poppy song that came out last year I'm like I don't know it's got a good vibe I don't give a shit yeah you know oh man yeah master meet me in the middle whatever that song is yeah oh man that is, I'm just looking at the track list for that bat fucking battery disposable oh, hero or no no dude the master puppets album like that oh, album yeah. was a fucking banger dude. It was a banger. <laughs> so good. But that was see yeah. like that same thing. Like I like as soon as he hit that first, I was like, Oh, they're doing Master Puppets. Oh, I was yeah, like, that's yeah. sick. I was oh, like, yeah. fuck yeah. 
Well, and Rachel, like, I watched it by myself because Rachel, like, she fell asleep. And I was like, well, I'm finishing out this episode. And I got a little teary-eyed when he was just railing. I was like, oh, man, I know what's going to happen here. Oh, man. And then when we watched it again, I was... I watched it the second time. Rachel was like, let's watch that. You know, I haven't, I haven't seen the end. I was like, all right, yeah, we'll rewatch it. I don't care. It's great. And we got to that part again. And I, I guess I teared up again. She's like, are you crying? It's like, shut up. This is power metal. Yeah. Leave me alone. Uh, all right. Yeah, um, that's, that shit was great. And then like, and honestly, I, after I read that thing where he uh, was talking about or where, that he might get a chance to play uh, the young Tony Stark, um, I thought back to that scene in the, uh, um, uh, the cafeteria where he's like giving that speech when they first introduce yeah. him, he stands up from the table and he gives that speech. It's that same kind of real arrogant swagger, and I don't know, it's good. He 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 just immediately steals the scene, show in any scene he's in. It's great, and I no, yeah. and I think it works partly because you don't really see him for you see him so much, and then you don't see him at all for a little bit. But yeah, he's great. That, uh, he that was he just disappear for like an episode or yeah. two while he's hiding. Yeah, and well, the thing it's not often a show that's been running for a few seasons introduces a character you like that much. And that's what caught me off yeah. guard about it. Usually, in the back end of a season, they uh, it's like just like really ham fisted mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah, and I think yeah. they said what is the fifth season last season, or is that official? I don't. I think that. I, I think that's it. Yeah, I, I was under the impression that this was the last season, but like as it, was it was originally uh, supposed to be, and then I guess yeah. they were like, nah, right. All right. So, um, speaking, okay, we talked about the boys. Yeah, boys season three was amazing. Um. Strange New Worlds ended since the last time we talked. That was amazing. Yes. Everybody should go watch that. It's uh, um, just classic sci-fi uh, Star Trek. Uh, I mean, it's... So I I, <laughs> I was watching it with Alex. And... Um, uh, spoiler for the... And, and if you're not really... I'm not going to go into the details. But there's like... If like if any list of like the top five... Like, oh, we're the best episodes of the original series of Star Trek you're going to find balance of terror on there. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be on there. Cause it's fucking awesome. They introduced the Romulans. <clears throat> it, 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 just look up the history of it. It's great. Um, you know, and uh, it, it, it's like one of the, they pay it's, it's parodied a bunch of shit all over the place, you know? Um, but the, like, the, like I, I literally when it started, cause I've been watching um, the original series uh, going yeah. back through and watching them all. Man, some wild stuff. Uh, uh, but uh, it, gets, it gets wacky. It gets wacky. It's great. I fucking love it. And but then when it's everybody, but when it's good, believe it or not, when it's on its believe point, it or not, we were coming out of the, we were coming out of the sixties yeah. into the seventies. Everybody was a bit stoned. Yeah, and like like, but there are episodes like Bounce of Terror. They're like, yo, that's like top tier science fiction. That's fucking excellent. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm watching this Strange New Worlds episode, and, and I'm like, man, this is have I seen this before? Like, I think I've, this can't be the last episode because I've seen it. Like, that's what I, you know. And, yeah. then, and then and then and then I realized, like, oh shit, they're doing Balance of Terror. That's so. And I just like got started screaming, and, and Alex is like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "You don't get it. You just don't get it. It's so good." And then and then and then at the part where he's like, "In any in another universe, I could have called you friend." I said that in lockstep with him, and she's like, "How did you?" know that she was so yeah. freaked out i was like i gotta explain this to you this is amazing like it's so cool oh it's great and then they, i didn't expect to see the new guy that plays kirk and yeah so i don't know good stuff good stuff yeah it's good stuff and and the way i the way i uh get these is like we'll be watching our shows and rachel will fall asleep because she works nights and then I'll be like, all right, we'll, we'll pause whatever show we're watching where she fell asleep so i i know where we need to go back to and then I'll watch whatever is on my queue. And that's usually 
you know, was this Strange New Worlds. So she wakes up halfway through it. She's like, what's this nerdy shit? And like, you shut up. You fell asleep. You don't get to talk right now. We're going to watch this for, and I, and I even watch it with headphones on so it doesn't wake her up. And so she wakes up in the middle of it. She's like, well, can you at least turn the sound on? I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah, we'll listen yeah. But she's pretty good about not being like, who's that? Who's this? What's going on? Like, she just kind of sits there and, like, lets it wash over her. And a couple of the episodes she's caught most of, she's like, that's pretty good. It's like, it's amazing. But, no, you're right. When they were doing the Balance of Terror, I was like, ooh, I know where this is going. It's so good. I yeah. love that shit. Um, I love that show. I'm so glad that I, I, I hope it gets a good run. Um, I wonder if they're they're planning to try to re- replace What's-His-Face with the new Kirk and, like, do that or if he's just going to be a character. Um but uh, he pulled it off. He yeah, pulled he, off oh, no, he's fine. Kirk. Well, now, really, the reason I really say that is I don't want him to replace Pike because I fucking love the dude that plays Pike. He's great. Oh, um, yeah. And then, like, this, I want the show to do its own thing. And I do understand that was an alternate timeline kind of thing, but he's also in season two. Like, they've, they've already cast him as that, and he's in a bunch of episodes in season two. So, which one? Uh, Kirk. Pike or Kirk? Kirk. Oh, like, okay. so he, he they've, well, I mean, yeah, they've cast him. We, I mean, we... he's out there doing his thing. But we, but we know that the end of Pike's run is Kirk taking over the Enterprise. Yes. Like, that's that's fine. Yeah. We can get there. But there's so many stories yeah. you can tell before you I get just there. don't want him to rush through it. I'm not sure where I, um, uh, talking to, uh, uh, you know, uh, our favorite resident Star Trek nerd, Stephen Reed. He, uh, there's a lot of things that guy knows but if there's one thing he knows it's just, it's star trek timelines it's it's because he's you know and he loves that shit he's more he's into like the the nitty-gritty details of it right, right and he he's told me he's like if everything in the show you're seeing on screen is accurate then they're going through the timeline that leads up to his accent way quicker than it seems so like the end of season one is much further along than you would think and he's like i think they might be geared up to replace him and introduce kirk and have like a new whatever like new original series but i was like i don't know man it's, it's he's doing a pretty good fucking job and i really enjoy it oh, there's there's so many little pocket episodes yeah. to throw in there yeah but, uh, you know, but with the yeah. t- star trek timelines now man i just there's there's no fucking trying to it's almost as bad as doctor who at this point almost right well I, I used to complain about the alien timeline. Like, where were the aliens? When did they hit what planet? You know, all that stuff. Prometheus and all those fucked that up. But the Marvel comics have really, like, nailed that to the wall. Like, they, they start out each comic with, in this date, you know. Yeah. To 2322. This, you know, I, I'm, I'm making that number. I'm never, never going like, to forgive Ridley Scott for what he did to the, that universe, but whatever. Yeah, that was weird. I just, I, I've, I've bitched about, I've, I bitch about this so much all the time when this movie's come up. But like, my thing with that shit is, is, is the, the the alien was so much more interesting when it was just assumed anyway that it was like some sort of natural predator that existed out in the world. Like right. you didn't have the background of the, the the builders and all that shit. It was just you didn't know where it came from. It was just out there. I love that shit. But yeah, that's me. I don't know. That's... But we're but we're we're still like honestly we're still like three or four iterations from Prometheus to Alien. Like if you look at the design of the aliens, like it's yeah. You know, but I, I mean that's I, what yeah. they're saying. They're saying he made that the, the the android that makes that. Oh, I, I get it. Yeah, like it's, I yeah, I get it. I get it. But you know, it's it's weird. But the timeline was always completely fucked, and the Marvel comics are nailing that timeline to a wall. And they're doing the same thing with the Predator comics because they now acquired those two through Disney, and so like they're nailing that to the wall too. So that's fine. We can we can we can like 
hold down some cannon until it stops breathing is what they're going to do. Um, but uh, that's fine. Do you pay attention at all to Westworld? No, I watched the first few episodes and then just kind of never came back to it. Well, I, I, I just finished up season four. It's great. I, 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 I tell you the, the run is good. It's a good run. A lot of actors you would love. Uh, Aaron Paul, of course, from Breaking Bad gets in there. Um, it's good stuff. Um, uh, the other one, I don't think, I know you've watched Breaking Bad. You have not watched Better Call Saul. I have not, not no. And that that's okay. actually on my, that's like more or less probably one of the shows I'm about to dive into because I need a good, like, slow burn drama where you have episodes where you're like, ah, that's crazy. You know, I want to see that shit. In my opinion, there are ways that Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad. And Rachel disagrees with me, but uh, Better Call Saul wraps up this evening. So, you know, you've got an encapsulated show if you want to burn through it real quick. Um, fantastic, fantastic. Uh, Bob Odenkirk deserves every every award you can throw at him. And um, you saw Nobody, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in t- they're already doing Nobody 2 with everybody coming back. Like, production team, des- writers, directors. Basically, they were like, if... Uh, I believe the director says, I will do it if Bob says he's coming back. And Bob Odenkirk said, I'm coming back if everybody else comes back. And that kind of, that word, like, through text chain got to everybody. And they were like, guess we're fucking doing a movie. Yeah. And, like, and, and who, I don't know what, um, I don't know what uh, production company's doing it. They were like, oh, I guess we got a fucking movie. It was, like, a very ground up. Like, like the craft people were like, you're going to make a movie. And, and the production company's like, well, I guess I got to fucking find money to make a movie. Um, yeah. But no, that was great. So that's all great. Um, all right, before we go, we got to do it. Pray. That shit's you saw it. Just slaps. You saw it. I loved it. Uh, somebody fought a bear. That was incredible. It was great. Watching that predator like fucking basically just box that bear was amazing because that predator got yeah. smacked or like, and you think about it, like yeah, a bear probably got mauled pretty yeah, good. Like a bear could probably, if the predator just didn't blast it right away, a bear could probably fuck a predator up. Like that's. Rip its arm yeah, right Big ass grizzly bear, just rip that motherfucker in half. But and it, it was and yeah, it was it was that was dope. That was just that was so fucking cool. That whole movie was great, and it's not very long. It's only like an hour and a half, but the way it's paced is is perfect. Um, yeah, a lot of big open shots yeah, to show the, it's, the it's, plains of. Uh, I think it was filmed in. This is supposed to be the northern plains, but it's filmed right. in Calgary. I think um, it's yeah. up in Canada. So. Um, I uh, I really liked 17, it. Seventeen, nineteen, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I really, lo- I loved it. I, it's, a, I honestly think it's a shame it wasn't in theaters. Like, I, 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 I agree. I, there's, I really, it's gotten such good reviews and it's, it's doing so well. I really hope there's some chance it gets a special theatrical release, but I don't see it happening. Um, that was really good. I, I like. Yeah, I can see, I see, I can see getting a special theatrical yeah. release. Um. Now let now now I, I want impressed. to fuck with the timeline a little bit. Give me a predator in the middle ages. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. Well, okay, so there are <laughs> different. Yeah. there are different ideas about whether this was the first hunt in on, on Earth. Um, I, the, I think um, that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the first hunt of the predators on Earth, the Yancha, as yeah. Yancha as they are their species is known. Um, it is. Um, that's what the pub, the like the posters for the movie said. There's never been anything that says that was canon. 
And so, like, if you want to throw a predator in the Middle East, or I'm sorry, in the medieval times, fine with fucking me. Um, one of the peop- one of the things people, all the neckbeards were very upset about was that the predator looked different as if all predators are from the same fucking family. I thought, I um, mean, they established there's multiple types of predators in the movie Predators. Right. Like, there's like two or three and, different tribes, I think. There's different, like, I, that's how I... So I just, the, the movie the movie Predators touches on uh, a, a Marvel um, story run from the two thousands, um, and that's about how the Predators as clans have you know there's there's all the clans and they all hold to a certain honor system like we've seen before in the Predator movies. Don't attack something that can't fend for itself. Only attack something that's an you know has, can defend itself or is as a threat to you. You know that's not a good hunt. You just murder and you know the same reason why like. Like we were saying before, in Prey, the Predator attacked a grizzly bear and fought it barehanded and didn't just take the long shot from away. Yeah. You know? Didn't just blast it dead. It it, it was testing itself. It, you know. um, but, I don't uh, even think it used its blades. I think when it killed the bear, it literally punched it so hard in the head it died. Yeah, it, it snapped its neck. Yeah, it it, it, uh, it cold coughed yeah. it, yeah. And, then it, and then, it, then it used its blade to cut its belly and held yeah, it up yeah, above yeah, it. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, yeah, so a predator can, uh, you know, um, basically, uh, what's that? What's that? What's that? Uh, uh, oh, it's not a bench press. What the fuck is it? Deadlift a bear. Yeah. <laughs> fucking deadlift a bear. Yeah. Um, I, I saw the trailer and I was like, Google, how much does a grizzly bear weigh? And it's like 1,400 pounds. It's like, God damn it. Yeah, these um, things are strong. But, uh, yeah, so, um, so the, the, main, the main problem with everybody was like, it's it looks different. It's you know. Oh, I'm sorry. You were asking me about the the predators. Yeah, and so all the clans. There's the, a clan that was referred to as the Blood Clan or the or the Dark Clan, and it was a clan of predators that generally were dark skin, usually black or gray in the comics. But they hunted without honor, killed whoever they could, killed everybody in front of them, and they used xenomorphs as hunting dogs. They trained them with pheromones. Yeah, and they were widely just thought as absolute assholes through all the predator clans because they didn't hold any root, you know, any, and that's the predators. I believe that you're seeing in the predator in, in, in predators, you know, the alpha predators, the bigger, darker, blacker ones. Uh, but yeah, like everybody, all the gray beards, or I'm sorry, all the neck beards lost their shit when the predator didn't look the same way it did in, uh, in 86. And like the, the guy who produced the design was like, yeah, he came from a different part of the planet. He it's a drier planet. He, he just, he fights, you know, he lives off the land. And I was like, that's all I need to hear. Yeah, let's go, dude, shit. yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are you saying? All predators about... are the same, you racist? I don't know. You, you, you z- xenomorphic racist? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, like, he, everybody's talking about how its face looked different. And, like, the, the guy who designed it was like, yeah, he comes from a more confrontational um, sect of predators where he goes for the crushing bite instead of the, you know, um, when she yeah. reached up and just fucking yanked that tooth out of his mouth, uh, that was that was like, oh, that's rowdy. Like, oh, god, that was dope. Like, raw stabs him with it. And it's like, yeah. And and he, of course he had all different. You know, everybody was complaining like, why does he have different weapons? It's like, why do you, why do you think every every predator uses the same weapons? Like, yeah. th- my theory is is that every predator we've seen is in some way in a different part of their life cycle. We already know that the predators can live up to a thousand years old. They're like they have a very long lifespan. So like I think the predator we saw in the first predator was a grown adult, confident in his skills, ready to take out these guys one by one, not trying to rush anything, you know, just like I'll take him out when I feel like it. You know, never uncloaked when I didn't want to. Yeah. And then you got Predator Two, 
I think that was a younger predator. Took a bunch of risks, right? Dived into a you know a, a gun deal or dived into a, a subway and tried to kill everybody who had a gun. You know, trying to prove himself. And um, like the predator from that, the classic predator from Predators, like he was maybe an adult predator, seemed to know his shit, but also knew he couldn't fight all three of them by himself. He's like, if these other three black predators are around, I'm gonna get my ass handed to me, you know. And then, like, this this new one from Prey, like, he seems like he seems younger. And, of course, he fights in a different way. He was clearly from someplace that, that the other Predators didn't grow up in. And he just used different weapons. But, like, that little shield thing he had on his arm, that was badass. That's dope. Like, when he held the guy up and then, like, activated and cut the guy's head off in the tree, yeah. it's like, oh. oh, oh, oh. I, honestly, one of the little things I loved was... Um, uh... Uh, with, well, first of all, the dog, man. Yeah, the dog. By the way, you do know there's a website, diddedogdie.com, right? Oh, okay. yeah. Everybody keeps fucking sending me that website, and I'm very aware okay. of it. Okay. Yeah, the dog, that was, he was the goodest boy. And uh, I, uh, it's fucking great. Um, but I love, there's, and it's not even that crazy scene, but it's like, it's the, it's the scene where there's the two <coughs> French guys laying on their bellies, like, watching whatever oh, yeah. and you just see from behind the guys kind of out of focus but they're dropping off their horses as their heads get locked right in <laughs> pieces just chunks fall on it yeah so, there's so many cool shots like that you're like ah awesome <laughs> yeah like the, the predator walks up behind him and just is just carving their buddies up in half and they're like they just turn around yeah that was... there's a there's a website that translated all the all the french it's like every word the guy said in french for yeah him. and they like go through it's pretty funny yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I love, I'd like from the word go, I was down. Like, I, it was funny because, like, okay, well, let's see what the reviews on the new Predator. And I was like, hey, something for some, that's a, damn. And then, like, yeah, and, like one of my, a really good friend of mine that I used to work with is a huge Predator. Like, that's his favorite franchise. He, he's, it's kind of like me with, like, a lot of things where, like, okay, I love all these movies. They're mostly shitty, but I still love them all. And, uh, he uh he he texts me he's like holy shit that that's the best predator movie since the original one like that was so good he's like I love that and I was like really because he's hated I think most of them. Well, I went I went back through after Prey and I watched all of them, all of them. I started at you know original Predator and working my way through. Um, the next one I got uh, I haven't watched. Uh, the Predator yet the one with the uh, genetically advanced Predator. Yeah. That 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 was. I, I gotta watch bad. that. I mean, I, I enjoy yeah, I gotta, it. It's. Fun. I mean, I've watched it before. Oh, okay, yeah, it's. Yeah, I've watched it before, but like you said, I went through all of them after watching Prey, and the one thing I will say is watching the original one after watching Prey is the breakneck pace of the first one. Like twenty minutes in, the Predators killed somebody. Oh, the first Predator movie. Yeah. Yeah. First Predator movie. Yeah. Like, they just hit the ground running. But, again, they had to, like, set a pace and, like, set a story. Like, you, know, you couldn't have had an hour of just, like, weird wobbly shit in the woods and, and kept everybody on board. Um, Prey had the other movies ahead. So, like, we kind of knew what we were waiting for. So, like, if you had 40 minutes of, like, nice, you know, cinematic fights and, and, and character development, we were okay because we knew that he was going to uncloak and peel somebody's face off. Or kill a, kill a, kill a, um, a rattler. Out of nowhere. That, that was, was fun. Good. Yeah. So, yeah. It like bites him. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Asshole. Yeah. 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 But no, I'm with you. The whole bear thing sold oh, me. Oh, so good. When he like, when he like, he like, he like tussled with a bear and the bear was like, bitch. And then just grabbed him and threw him in the <laughs> yes. water. And was just oh, yeah. I was like, oh, that's awesome. 
But yeah, you, you can almost you, what we needed was subtitles, yeah. <laughs> subtitles of the the predator predator like speech. Those are like uh, the hexadecimal, whatever they put on their their gauntlets or whatever, and then it translated just fuck 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 shit, fuck. Shit. Ow, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Things pretty heavy. It sucks. Yeah, the thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome though. And and I had you know honestly that was one of those things that it, it's so exciting because like I've never really thought about it. I'm like, oh yeah, if it's their first time on this planet. They started up, and, and that's when I realized what they were doing, because he kills the rattlesnake, then he kills the wolf. And I'm like, oh, he's moving up the chain of command. And then he fights the bear. And I was like, I've never known how much I wanted to see, like, a fucking predator go toe-to-toe with, like, a lion. Or, like, a, you know, fucking yeah. hippopotamus. Or, I don't know, any, and just any large... I got like, I guess a grizzly bear is probably going to... I guess the only other thing comparable is probably <coughs> polar bear, maybe? Cause there's, I, would say, I would say a hippo is more dangerous than a fucking But I don't think a, a hippo is technically a predator, is it? It kills more people than fucking grizzlies. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think they. I don't. I don't. I, well, now I'm realizing what the fuck does a hippo eat what? anyway? Yeah. Well, it eats like plants. And yeah. Stuff, but it has those big talons. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I know they're dangerous, but I don't think they. They like like hippos don't hunt other ant. Like they don't eat wildebeest and shit. Well, like, then I think that would be a great scene in the next movie to have a predator just like wading through a, yeah. a, a river in Africa and it being like fuck off, and, get, and then oh fuck, oh fuck, and then oh fuck, attacked by a hippo. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, like, it's just tossed oh, out of the river so and like yeah. has to limp yeah. away. Be like, yeah. puts a little note on its gauntlet. Don't fuck with yeah, the fat Jesus thing. Christ, dude. Yeah, like barely gets away, <laughs> and the hippo's like, what? You know. Um, yeah. yeah, that, that they, the, the, the idea of the predator fighting it farts and goes back in yeah. the river. Yeah. The idea of predators fighting like wild animals is it's incredible. I love it. That's so fun. And I was just like, yeah. this is awesome. Well, and that kind of, lend, that does lend the idea to it's the first time there. Like yeah. they don't have any record of what they should, what, what, yeah. what is a, um, stand up fight for them. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, the, I mean the barrel, I would argue that bear almost won. Like. I thought the bear had it down and was going to rip his Yeah, like, that thing could have crushed the predator's skull. Because it was, ah, fuck you. And then just, yeah. But, um, you know, that's, that was fucking awesome. I fucking love that movie. It made me want to go back now, and rewatch the first two. Now, one of the things I, I don't think it did here, and I'm just making this up, Shay. One of the things it could have done is it did carry, all, all of the predators, all the predator and prey's weapons were reusable. Yeah. No, nothing, nothing were re- relied on a battery pack or a power supply. It was all like, I'll fire this, and if I can go find it, I can bring, I can use it again. And one of the things was that staff that it could disassemble and turn into a mace and a, and a, yeah. and a spear. I don't think it used that during the fight, but it you could totally see it taking that off its back and cracking the, the bear in the face with it. But I think it was a punch. I personally, yeah, I think you're right. It was just a... Yeah, I mean, I did. It, I don't remember the, the talents coming out. I don't think it stabbed the bear. I think it fucking... No, no, I think... Bear, I, yeah. it, if anything, I think it, it, it could have used that club on, on the bear, but I, I think it was just a punch. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'll have to go back and rewatch that scene. Um, but yeah, so so fucking good. I did not have high expectations for a straight to Hulu Predator movie, but it was fucking incredible. Well, and now everybody's clamoring for, like you were saying, drop a predator in different areas. Everybody's now saying that they want the sequel to be um, dropping a predator into feudal Japan Ooh. and have the star of um, Mortal Kombat. That, I don't know his name. Yeah. Play, like they, they, like people are like, here's here's how it goes. Predator attacks a clan. And kills the uh, kills the leader, and the samurai was unable to protect his his master. So now he becomes a ronin and hunts the predator. <laughs> yeah, and, and, like, and like a thousand people are like, "Do it, make it happen." Yeah, it's uh, that's exactly it. 
that would yeah, be dope. That would be so dope. I, 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 I would take a Wild West Predator. I would take a, I, 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 it doesn't matter. Like, but then you know that's, uh, yeah. The, the, just keep it good. Take, take, drop a Predator into the Wild West, and then have him understand that he's overpowered, and then make him use six shooters. Yeah. Um, that would be, that's I like that. Or, idea. or, or do that shit they did in, um, in Requiem where they takes a blaster off and makes it a, a pistol. Yeah. Or. You know, you could go the opposite direction and have a uh, go really far into the future and have an an Earth that is in a lot of ways technologically on par with them. And like the Predator is a known quantity and like that one comes to Earth to hunt here for whatever. But it's like more of a one on one um, type of thing. Like we're waiting on him. Yeah, like we let's go. Cycle. Let's go. Like you're back. All right. Like there's like like you could have it be. Then this this is you know these this, this sounds like a movie that was written in the 80s. But you have a a, a department of you know whatever defense. Predator and like, Yeah, predator affairs. And like one lands and starts trying to hunt someone, so the government sends people out. But he's special, you know, and he kills a bunch of people. I don't know. I I, I predator movies are one of those. Like the predator itself is one of those characters that's just so fucking cool that I'll, I any time it's on screen I'm I'm down even if it's not a great movie. Yeah, yeah. I will tell you that the new Marvel um, run of Predator is a um, set in the 2050s, and uh, it's a young girl who's uh, like she was part of a pioneering team that was wiped out by a predator, mm-hmm. and she has she has. Uh, kind of taken up the role of trying to find out what predator killed her family so she could fuck it up. Yeah. There's so many stories like that you could do. Yeah. So she's going from planet to planet, finding predators and uh, ambushing them. Yeah. Until she finds the one that killed her. See, that's dope. Yeah. It's pretty good. Looks pretty good. Um, well, I guess we should wrap this up. Let you go to bed, get something to eat or something. Um, I don't know. No, it's fucking earlier where you are. Uh, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, ten. It's almost ten o'clock here. Um, it is Ripley's third birthday, so I'm hungry and too Aww. lazy to cook. So I'm gonna go to McDonald's and get myself something. And then, uh, th- th- believe it or not, this episode is not sponsored by McDonald's. I'm just a fat ass. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, right. I'm yeah. Just, all, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, uh, and then she's gonna get double cheeseburger because it's her birthday. Aww. Ripley, good, good girl. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go downstairs and feed Jim, who is quietly waiting for his dinner. Um, I, I told you before, Jim has that uh, collapsing trachea. Yes. And so he coughs sometimes. Um, he has learned a new trick that if he coughs really loud, he gets whatever he wants. <laughs> so he will sit there and quietly sleep for hours and then wake up and decide he wants food and then will cough his head off on purpose until he gets fed. So this has become very annoying. And we give him enough medication to get him high as hell. And he's still like, well, I, I could cough now and get ice cream. That's so fucking funny. That dog is. that that dog is spoiled as shit, as he should be. Oh, yeah. He just gets carried around, fed pills, and food. So, All right. Well, we should wrap this up so we can all get our dogs their treats. Um, as always, we hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, we enjoy the shit out of doing it. You can uh, should be able to find us anywhere you find your podcast, anywhere they live. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can sh- hit us up at uh, Twitter at Woodscast seventeen seventy six, Facebook also at Woodscast seventeen seventy six, and email us be the Woodcast seventeen seventy six at gmail dot com. Because fuck Alex Jones and his shtick, it's not that hard to stay on all these platforms. Shan and I are doing it with a shoestring shoe budget, 
and we just edit out all the racism. I mean, yeah, and I mean, t- truth be told, I'm pretty sure I've never sent you any money that you've asked for. No, you haven't. Nice. I, I keep track yeah. of it. What do I owe for the podcast so far? I think 150. Oh, okay, bucks. that's we can do that. All right, yeah, keep keep. Yeah, yeah let me. You can handle yeah. that. I just forget. That's not a problem. Well, Shay, as we always say, uh, as Captain Hodder says, seize the means of production. Seize them good.